All right, we are back in the Taylor Park for yet another episode of Taylor Trash Fly Fishing from lovely Oak Hill, Florida. We're gathered around the old oak table. Ben, Jameson, Marcus, and me, Larry, down here at the north end of the table. It's been a couple couple of weeks plus, but uh, yeah, was- <laughs> we... Uh, <laughs> We've all kind of fanned out and done a few things over Thanksgiving. Yeah. And yeah. Quality family time. Yeah. Some yeah. some good stuff to talk about. I actually fished. I fished more in the last two weeks than I've fished all year long. Well, it's because you probably you... fished more in the last two weeks than you have in the last two years because you have a boat now. <laughs> well, I've had a boat, but yes. Yeah. Sorry. Go on. Um, no. No. Um, why don't you open up and tell us a little bit about the... Good living that you've been having here with the, the old sword spine. The short spine. Well, it's mostly functional. I mean, it still has its own growing pains, some wiring gremlins to figure out. And before you get started, I'd like to ask you, um, what sure. would you do differently? Uh, <laughs> Everything. <laughs> uh, buy it. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't know. There's not much that I would do. I mean, obviously, there's like a ton of things that I would do differently if I was rebuilding it. But you're not going to know these things until you build one. Right. And it's everybody's got their own preferences for what they want. Thank you. I couldn't see you over there. You, you took away Ben's toy, but it's fine. That's okay. <laughs> I To be clear, that was on the tree originally. I did not set that up there as the star. You don't like the exposed tip? I'm fine with that. Okay. Um, but yeah, yeah, there's there's things. <laughs> Just a little bit. There we go. A little scotch. Can't make a... Got to make work. full eye contact. That's right. Ben and That's I are right. Good. Yeah. POV, baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, the, the boat's great. I highly recommend anybody that has the time and, you know, wants to lose all their hair and probably go gray and spend way more money than you expect but build your own boat highly recommend it so you've been fishing it i have and i may or may not have had the first fish caught on the boat but i don't don't i don't i don't want this fish to be the first fish on the boat so we're not gonna we're not gonna let it happen technically the fish didn't touch the boat so i don't know that we can call it a you know caught fish on the boat it was kind of like our contest earlier. Correct. You know, yeah. if the fish blew up on it. Well, so it. Uh, so I went dock light fishing. I went back over to the West Coast okay. uh, to spend some time with my dad prior to the holiday. Uh-huh. And I got the chance to get out with a buddy of mine, Mike, uh, who I went to the Everglades with earlier this year. Uh, and so we went dock light fishing and it was cold and windy and gross and rainy and to be expected there was nothing on dock lights uh, but if you ever go dock light fishing there's typically something on above water dock lights all the time uh, ladyfish tend to love those lights okay so after a long cold rainy wet night of no fish on any lights we you know 
succumb to the temptation of getting something to pull on and may or may not have hooked into a ladyfish or two. That being said, none of them ever made it past the gunwale of the boat. The uh, last fish um, that I have tied into was with Ted, and that was a ladyfish. I, I, you know, I got no shame in my game. Ladyfish are fun. Um, I so I wouldn't have an issue with it if it wasn't the first fish caught on the boat. Well, why you're wise beyond your years to have kept it off the boat because you know she's going to shit on it. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so good on you for that. It's got its first scratch. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. So uh, let's have your first scratch story. I don't think there is. I think it happened at the Derby. I'm not going to lie, from beaching it. It's like right on the the keel, um, uh-huh. right where it probably would have made contact. Just wore away the paint. No, huh. no damage. So. Okay. That was pretty uneventful. I know. Mm-hmm. Unfortunate, right? Well, there was like a good story behind it, like, you know, coming around the corner and there was that damn oyster bar that I wasn't expecting. So I don't I don't know if there is one um, from this, but I was following Mark to stop number one, following a little close in his wake, and I was kind of cruising from side to side. A little surfing. And I didn't see it until it was too late. As his wake came over and like it just had time to come out of the water, there was a branch or two. Okay. And I went clear straight across him. So right through there. There might be a scratch or two going down the whole boat, but I haven't seen it. Well, yet, you know, so. when I like you to call them beauty marks. When you start getting yeah. the scratches underneath uh, the hull, it actually helps increase the uh, speed of the hull right. because your breaks the surface tension breaks the surface tension um, you know that's why it's always um, if you're one that is inclined to uh, want a fast skiff that's why the first thing that you do is take 80 grit sandpaper and scrub down the bottom because you disrupt the uh, Surface tension, hmm. and you'll really go super fast. Okay. Well, I, I got some 80 grit left over. I may have to go home and freshen her up. Yep. So, but no, the boat's good. Got out, ran, ran a couple times. Got the the misses out on the boat. Got Ben out on the boat. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's you know, it's had like six people on it. Yeah, my phone hasn't rang. Well, uh, mine hasn't either. I mean, hmm. yeah, tit for tat. The phones work both ways, but I was going to say I I believe I said, "Would you like to fish over Thanksgiving?" I did. I remember you saying that, and then when we were talking about it, it was like, "Do you want to bring your boat, or do you want to take my boat?" Well, and I, that's kind of how that. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. <clears throat> well, we were. Well, well yeah. you know, it's all about karma. That's why that's right. somebody may have broken a bush pole. <clears throat> Ooh, yeah, I can tell that story. Yeah, let's hear it. Sure. So. Uh, out out with my, my beautiful girlfriend, um, trying to show her the, the boat and, you know, so launch out of river breeze, run through slippery, running over towards catfish. Uh, we had a wind like directly out of the West. So I was trying to get over there and sort of work my way back. Um, pulled a little spot right there off the main channel Saw a couple fish. She was on the bow, and she just hasn't had enough time fishing. She's actually really good casting. She she picked it up again. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but she just hasn't had enough practice with it to be you know precise as as needed um so we got up to to go and i was gonna because we're both right-handed casters so mm-hmm. i was gonna run out the bottom of shotgun and around to come back up into catfish so i could pull up the shoreline um to cast to the you know right-handed shoreline on the lee and so through the push pole in the push pole holders um about even didn't put any of the bungees on got up and, and started running got open into catfish or into shotgun rather and uh the the weatherman got it a little wrong it was a little out of the south so there was a little bit of chop there but nothing major but it was just enough to get the front of the push pole doing the doing the dance yeah the push pole wobble and so I pulled it back, and it still was doing the push-pull wobble. And so I pulled it back a little bit I more. had no idea that they had started uh, expanding their line beyond reels. They're doing push-pulls now. <laughs> no. 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 Um, so I, I don't know. I think it, it caught in the wake or something, and it popped off in the back, which made the front pop off. And I, so I, did, I put bungee in the very middle, which is right next to my console. The fulcrum. Which is probably, yeah, the worst place that I could have put bungee. Uh, so that the foot popped off, immediately submarined into the water. And before I knew it, it was back close towards me, and then the infamous crack. Oh, and man. she split. So, but thankfully, um, I don't know if it's just a thinner, you know, material for the actual pole, but it broke around the ferrule, and the ferrule was totally unaffected. So I just cut it off and re-epoxied it to the ferrule oh good good so, simple fix i mean it was out what two days later pulling yeah, with we you were and pulling with it two days later you didn't have any issues with it nope yeah so ben's a good guy to have uh qc or push pole is that so <laughs> yeah because uh his leaks so like you know Still. it's like one of those rain, like rain sticks stick. <laughs> <laughs> i'm i'm sure mine's got a leak now that i think i'm just gonna accept it at this point right i don't to be fair though as someone with quite a bit of experience with a leaky push pole yours did not seem to fill up with water so the reason that i say that was i was after I broke the push pole, we, I just said, you know, we're just going to drive the boat around because I can't pull. Um, and then after like an hour of that, I said, okay, maybe I can stand on the deck and use the longer half of the push pole and, and do that. And it, I, I could do it, but I was, so I was using the spike end and the broken, you know, half of the push pole. And, uh, so I was, when I was using it, every couple, I'd have to pick it up and dump it out. So somewhere in the spike was letting water in, right? So, which is why I say it's probably leaking. But you just didn't use the spike end, flex, which we flex never tape. do. Eh. Flex tape. Maybe I should because I. I mean, why not? Slice my leg open on that stainless steel tip. Speaking yeah. of slicing leg open, so <laughs> <laughs> let's let's get the let's let's we're gonna get all my content out real quick. Let's rewind to um, the end of the dinghy derby, oh, and uh, sure, someone uh, won the poker run and went home with a you know nice pocket full of cash, and as everybody kind of split up and went their own way. You headed back to River Breeze. Correct. Yeah. Well, I, I headed back a little bit later. So, you know, I, 
So you went to JB's first, right? right. Yeah, yeah, I went yeah. to JB's, got a drink, hung out for a minute there, yeah. and then made the trek back to River Breeze. So I probably got back to River Breeze at like 5, 5.30 maybe. Yeah. Or maybe, no. No, because we... 4.30, because it was, it was the day of the time change, so it was, yeah. it was still plenty light out, but it was 4... Yeah, because I watched the events unfold, and I want to say it was about that time. Okay. I well I had to miss you by like fifteen or twenty minutes. Oh yeah, then. it wasn't it wasn't long. Uh um but yeah, so I, I came, you know, run through slippery, no problem, get out into the channel, no problem. The ramp was, you know, moderately busy, not terrible. Um I followed um I for, I, I feel bad, I don't know the guys' names, but they had uh green salt marsh, um like a heron maybe. Oh, um, anywho, so I, I pull up to the river breeze ramp and there's <laughs> this lady sitting in the middle stall, like on the middle, uh, I don't know what you middle call lane. It. Yeah. Middle dock. Yep. She's sitting there with a dude laying face down on the dock. I'm like, that's weird. What is she doing? Eh, I said, whatever. It's river breeze. You see yep. crazy shit. It, it is what it is. So I get up and, you know, get walking out and those guys were actually just putting their boat on the trailer and they were pulling up as I was walking. So I was like, Hey, you know, do you guys know what happened? And she, they're like, yeah, I guess that guy jumped off the back of the boat and sliced the back of both of his legs open (laughs) on the prop. Right. And, and ripped, ripped his shorts off. And I was like, wait a minute, what? And they're like, yeah, he was, he jumped off the back of the boat when his buddy was underway and the the prop wash sucked his shorts back in and sucked him into the prop well, and then it just cleavered the back of his legs I guess it, it was weird because Buddy was trying to get in on that south side he was trying to pull in because it was outgoing and old boy was trying to reach out for a piling but it was too far away he probably had a couple of Oh, beverages were definitely... Yeah, involved. Involved, so, you know. Lost his balance. Yep, and... Well, no, no, no. The way you explained it, Buddy that was doing the docking, this was a bigger boat, correct? Yes. Yeah, and it seemed like his his friend that was doing the docking of the boat, the captain, wasn't as comfortable docking the vessel. Correct. And may or may not have put his mate in a situation... That was not proper, right? Or no? Yes, but there was a lot of misjudgment as well. Yeah. As well as uncontrollable throttling. Uh-uh. Oh, you got a little whiskey throttle, <laughs> huh? And so you saw old boy kind of go over the side because he misjudged the grabbing. And I just originally thought he just got pinned up between the dock and the boat. And then... I was like, like you said, oh, it's River Breeze. I laughed That's, about it. It's a regular occurrence, unfortunately. I had backed down, and the lady was screaming. She needed towels to apply pressure, but I didn't see blood, and there was no screaming. Mark's like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, listen. If, uh, if the dude ain't letting out a gut-curdling scream. Yeah. I mean, I would if I got chopped up and... I hope I would. It, it, if not, I had way I mean, too I much. Just, I mean, you know, at least be you know, you got to also think like you know, maybe he's in shock. You know, yeah. could, I, be. could be. I mean, I, I would be screaming alone because the little guy, the little Johnson, 
would be touching that dirty ass fucking dock. <laughs> you don't know what he has now. Oh yeah. Yeah. You thought staph infection from the cuts. No. But uh yeah. So I didn't think anything of it. Sure. And and so paramedics were called right. summons to yeah. and so I by the cuz when we launched <laughs> it was a little bit later in the day at River Breeze so I had to park a little further away and I wasn't going to run my ass over to get my, my boat or my truck. Oh, that's no etiquette. No, no, no. I pulled off to the side. I, I was on the outside where there's not, you know, dock <gasps> access. Oh, I love you. Drop myself <laughs> off, you know, let yeah. them hang out with the mm-hmm. boat. Not blocking ramp. Oh, man. Um, so I went and got the truck, and I came around right as the first fire truck the second fire truck, and then the fire rescue EMT came through and immediately blocked all of the lanes of the ramp. Uh, So I had to wait for them to go and evaluate old boy. Well, yeah, they probably got the call, and it was like, you know, River Breeze boat ramp, and they're like, fuck, we're sending everybody. This is going to be good. Well, I'm sure, too, you know, it was like, you know, okay, what's going on? My boyfriend just got (laughs) eat up by the propeller on the boat. And they're like, holy shit. This is a good one. This is yeah. A good yeah. One. So, you know, they do their thing. They go down. They 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 didn't bring they didn't bring the full gurney all the way down. They left the gurney in the back. They just they they ran with their big duffel bags. Uh-huh. You know. Um, I don't know why. I was like, all right, well, might as well. Might as well. They were ten feet from the entrance of the dock. Like okay. they were they were on the ramp. It wasn't like they were. Um. But so, nonetheless, they had just, they had blocked all of them but one side. And it happened to be the side closest to my boat. And the folks that were there before me were pulling out. So I got to, it was my turn, you know, back the trailer and pull the boat out. As I'm doing so, like, they seem really, really calm for this situation <laughs> based on the, because the, the wife was freaking the fuck out. Like right. she thought he was fixing to die. <laughs> like in minutes if Right. And and to be fair, there is big arteries in the leg and you can die very quickly from leg lacerations. But uh He was a pretty tough son of a bitch though, right? He was just like, eh, no big deal. Yeah, he yeah. was a big one, yeah. So he was a big boy. <laughs> uh and by the time I got the boat trailer in the water, they had, I guess, bandaged the back of his legs. And stood him up, and he was good to walk. And he, uh, it, it was a big boy in, in tight, bright green britches because the boat had apparently sucked his swim trunks yeah. clean off. That's insane. Skin <laughs> tight, lime green britches, <laughs> shooting the shit with the paramedic. So I'm going to say they're, they were still wrapped up in the prop. Oh, because likely. Because there was nothing floating. Probably around that area. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, manatee might have come and munched Ooh, them down. <laughs> oh, lettuce. Uh-huh. Uh, well, if it's if it's the same color as his britches, that they'd have definitely thought they it was would. lettuce. Um, but so they had gotten him up, and he was able to walk. He seemed kind of okay, and that was about the time that the girlfriend was hollering. <laughs> No, no, no! You need to go get in that par- get in that ambulance. Let them take you to the and hospital. <laughs> and he's yelling at her, "Oh, fuck that! I can drive! I can drive! I just gotta get in the truck." And they're like, 
no, 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 you need to go to the hospital. Like, he's like, nah, nah, I'll just go home. He's like, they got me bandaged. I'm fine. And, you know, it reminds me. I got a bud heavy in the cup holder. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. I'll self medicate. He was shooting the shit with the paramedics and they could care less. Yeah. They were happy. They're like, as soon as he said he's not taking that ride, they're like, here, sign this right quick. Cool. Bye-bye. You know, I I had a buddy that, uh, this has been years ago, we were all sitting up at JB's, and uh, we'd been there a few hours, and probably seven or eight pitchers of yingling, you know, just everybody was feeling no pain, and somebody at the table gets a phone call from this guy, Chuck, and uh, this guy had a Mitzi. And Chuck had some kind of like impediment, ailment, something with his with his legs, and he w- wasn't really steady on his feet. And like on one leg, I think he had like almost like one of those um, splints that he had to wear because maybe his Achilles didn't yeah. work quite correctly. Sure. And he had called and was like, "Hey, I need help." I'm down here on Tiger Shoals. I, I pulled across Tiger, and the the, the sea breeze picked up, and um, I'm stuck on the inside of the bar. I can't get my boat over the bar. I've been trying to push it for the last hour, and we were all like, "Holy shit!" You know, Chuck can't push the boat, you know, <laughs> to begin with, and he's been struggling for an hour. So like, everybody like, you know, up, check please, and we all jumped in and like. A whole, like, I would say, like, five or six boats, like, go hauling ass down the East Channel, down to back down to Tiger. And we see him, he's, you know, pushing in a tugging and a tugging and a pushing. And we all pull up and uh, give it a good shove and get it across the bar. And my buddy Bill, when we're doing this, never says a word. When he was pushing his top of his foot on the very top, mm-hmm. He kicked the prop. It looked like somebody had hit him on top of the foot with a fucking hatchet. Yeah, I'd believe it. Fuck. And I had ridden down there with Bill. So we get back in Bill's. He has a he had a waterman, uh, a little 16. Mangina? No, no. no. Uh, Bill and SB. He lives here. And uh, it was Matterhorn White. Um with Not for long and man i looked down when he got in the boat and there was fucking blood everywhere and i'm like holy shit what ha- what's going on he's like oh, i think i hit my foot on the prop and i looked down and i was like holy shit <laughs> yeah i was like you you definitely hit your foot on the prop i was like bro you've got to go to the fucking er man you know just the shape of your foot yeah, yeah. the depth i'm pretty sure i'm seeing tendons like, yeah. it looked like a smiley face, you know, because it was like being pulled apart. <laughs> like, big flap, blood everywhere. And uh, we wrapped it up as tight as we could in, like, a buff and a fucking boat towel. And he's like, oh, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. And I'm like, Bill, that's the fucking yingling talking. You need to get somebody to take you to the fucking ER yeah, and get I mean, stitches, right? Yeah. He's like, oh, I'll be all right. I'll I mean, be all your right. Your blood is thinner at that point as well. So... I get a call on Monday morning, and it's Bill. And 
Bill typically would always call me because he lived in New Smyrna, but he worked, uh, his office was in Longwood. So he would always call him. We'd bullshit for 20, 30 minutes as he was commuting, right? And when he calls, I'm like, hey, dude, what's going on? I was like, so how many stitches did you get? He was like, fucking none, man. And I was like, are you kidding me? I would have swore you would have needed stitches. He goes, no, nah, man, I didn't listen to you. He goes, until this morning, he goes, when I tried to drive to work, he goes, I drove straight to the hospital because the pain was unbearable. My foot is throbbing so fucking bad. I went to the ER, and they looked at it, and were like, how long ago was this that this happened? And he told them, well, Saturday afternoon, about 4 o'clock. And they're like, yeah, there's nothing we can do for you now because, you know, it's been an open wound for too long and blah, blah, blah. So, like, he literally, because he wasn't willing to go, yeah, ended up dealing with this fucking nasty wound on his foot for, like, weeks until wow. it, like, actually Ugh. healed up. So... Always, safe always go to the hospital. Yeah, go to the hospital and let them tell you you don't need it. Holy shit. Always have a tourniquet. Yeah, yeah. But, uh... Quick clot. I mean... Quick clot. Oh, yeah. When you guys were Kitty talking litter. about the guy getting fucking hit by a prop, mm-hmm. that immediately came to my mind. I was like, oh, a, I've a seen that. Prop. Yeah, a moving yeah. prop. Right. So, pretty nasty yeah, stuff. I would looked, say he was just in shock. Cause it it was looked just like a nice, pretty clean, clean fast, yeah. cut. Well, I didn't see the like... cut. Like I said, I just thought he was drunk off his ass and got sandwiched. Because, and... I mean, you know, I don't know how long you've, I mean, you've got, what, almost 200 hours on your mm-hmm. boat now. Um, you know, my prop that I have on right now isn't worn out, but, like, I've had props on my little 25 that, you know, have been on it for a while. And because of how shallow we all run, Basically, our props, you know, going through the sand, sharpened. they get sharpened. sharpened. Like oh, I've, yeah. I've actually, like, the first time I realized just how sharp they get when they start getting worn down, I was like, man, that looks like that'd be sharp. So what did I do? I ran my finger down it and split my fucking finger wide open. I was like, oh, that was fucking dumb. Yeah, I, I did that when I was smelling brakes one time. I got out and like, man, yeah, brakes are hot. <laughs> Let me hear <laughs> Oh, God. Yep, it's hot. Yep. Stove it's, is it's hot. <laughs> Ow, hand hurt. Yeah. So, you know, I the the idea of a prop, I, I always go back to, I know how sharp my prop has been at times. Right. Like, Jesus. And even when they're not worn down, they're sharp. It's not like, like right. if you hit them, it's still like hitting a blade. Right. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I cry with a paper cut. <laughs> yeah. It hurts. Mm. A large... So Scalpel. yeah, yeah. It's been some some river breeze adventures for sure. Nice. So. Mark, I'm you. Uh, asked if they needed. I help. think you were the first to uh, vacate uh, the home zip code uh, for Thanksgiving. For Thanksgiving, yeah. We uh, well, I started off uh, doing the one. shuffle. <laughs> doing the doing the shuffle. We were staying down in Flamingo, uh, so I brought the camper down one day, stayed the night, came back up. Hooked up the skiff, grabbed the girls, went back down. Um, first day we were we were rained out. Second day we kind of headed towards Ala Mirada and a couple flats. I was pointed towards in that direction. Um, 
if they were there, I, I couldn't see them. I didn't even know what I was looking for. So they could have been there, but, uh, you know, we were looking for, for bonefish and, and permit. We we kind of sat there for a little bit, let the tide come up and, and everything. Did everything I was told. Saw a bunch of sharks. Um, so I pretty much said, F that. We're not doing that the rest of the time. We're, <laughs> we're going into the back country where there's snook and tarpon and... Maybe some redfish. Didn't see any of those. Um, you know, but believe it or not, there is a lot of grass in Florida Bay. Oh, yeah. Clean water, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Costa just talked about it in their video. So I made just a... Just move where the grass moves. I made a, a mental note, and I can't believe I actually remember it, but... Uh, you know, as you get off the turnpike, and which is now US one, and you make that right hand turn, and you get, you know you go past Dirty Dion's. Um, once you get out there to where Robert is, mm-hmm. and you start heading at the amount of agriculture, fa- yeah, right there, sugar, sugar. some more sugar, some grape, tons of agriculture right there at the. Right, right, right up to there. the park boundaries. Yeah, um, but you know, it's they have to tell a story of you know something that's two hundred miles away, which it does affect. But neither here nor there. There's grass, clean water. Uh, don't believe the hype. There's there's <laughs> actually fish still there. Maybe that that's I, that was the whole plan. It was a whole conspiracy. Yeah, there's too many people fishing here. Let's, right. Let's let's spin the sob story. So there, there wasn't a fishless day, whether it was a shark or a tiny little snooklet. Um, I did see uh, some redfish in the bay there uh-huh. along uh, the East Cape, running that shoreline, and they were running east. Um, so that was really cool to show Emma. But, uh, yeah, from... From that point on, the third day, we just headed, you know, straight into to whitewater and then all the little creeks and backwaters and all that and hooked up with a couple snook and Emma got a snook. Uh, I, oh, God. Dude, the videos of you and your skiff running through that glassy, that glassy match was oh, man. the best two minutes of my day that day. It was. I was actually having not, not a crappy day, but you know, Emma wasn't feeling well because you know she had an ailment and everything. And I was like, "Well, I hate to be a dick, but I don't want to sit in this camper all day." Right. Like, <laughs> mind if I just go out and run and explain? No, go ahead. And then you know, on the way back in, it was like, "Holy smokes, this is picturesque." Yes. Um. So I'm glad the iPhone did a good job. And to make it all the better, while we were up here in uh, you know the hometown, mm-hmm. it was windy mm-hmm. and overcast every single day. No, uh, maybe a light breeze yeah. from the bay all the way you know way back in there. Um, 
showed the ladies where where the Hell's Bay Cheeky is. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like getting crazy and you know going to some of the other ones, but uh, it was a it was a good trip. We didn't do the traditional Thanksgiving, no turkey, no. We had it, tacos, Taco Tuesday or Taco Thursday. I like what it. We called it. Dig it. And you know, just it was that quality family time, close quarters. Away from everybody. Was it quiet down there that it time of year? Very quiet. Um, I don't know if it was just because of the time of year. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, you, you would think there would be quite a few people that would say, "Hey, let's go, yeah, let's you know, do a enjoy the great outdoors." To, I would yeah. say, on average, for the Bayside, there were maybe five to seven trailers a day. And then back countryside, there were there were days where I was the only trailer in the lot. You still having to uh, put tarps over your vehicles down there because of the uh, <laughs> vultures. So people, yes, they still have do the it. bin full of them. And uh, I forget what trail we we're the Enhinga Trail there at uh, Royal Palm. We were gonna go do. And there was a truck with a tarp and an SUV with a tarp. And Susan's like, what? Is it like tree sap or the dumb vultures that (laughs) come and eat your windshield wipers and and window gaskets? Yeah, they love the gaskets. But, yeah, so there was a few of those. And there ended up being a few at the boat ramp one day. But, uh It was quiet. There were a lot of people from out of town doing the old kayak and the the sightseeing pontoon. Not a lot of fishermen, though. It was was kind of weird because, you know, you usually feel like you're parking way out. Did you guys do any of, like, the park activities, like with any of the ranger-led So there were only a few ranger-led and... uh, we didn't want to do them because they were early in the morning, but we did do the Junior Ranger program. Okay. Um, and a lot of the stuff was still closed because of the standing water from the storms. So, like, Nike, even though it's should be open, it's closed just because there's water everywhere in right. the Everglades. And it's not, I did learn, it's not a swamp. What? Yeah. A swamp is stagnant. There's no water moving anywhere. Is it a river basin? It's a marsh. Because the water's moving. Even though it's moving at, you know, half a mile, one mile an hour. Hmm. I've been lied to all these years about that. So when I checked in at the campsite, there was a nice young gentleman that I could tell was a fisherman. Because he had a snook on his forearm. Oh, nice. A snook on his bicep. A snook, I think, on his neck. Like like Will Flack, just, but he was more into <laughs> snook than permit. Dude dude had a bunch of fish tattoos. Right. And I was like, hey, man, you fish around here? He's like, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> like, you just work here so you can fish the park? He's like, yeah. So I just... Curious if you you saw that dude or not? Because I guarantee no, you, he it, catches the fuck out of some fish down there. Oh it's, yeah, it's I got had a weird read on them. It's like a bunch of transients. Like, I don't know where they all live, but they 
Oh, yeah. A lot of them, I'll tell you, do not drive due to multiple DUIs. So I, don't know, <laughs> I don't know how they get in and out oh, of the They park. crawl in and out of the marsh <laughs> like, every night. My God. Damn man. land crabs. <laughs> man. Uh, they had a hell of a beer selection, though, at the marina. I was impressed. Oh, I didn't go into the store. Oh, it's nice. It's nice. Um, we were hardcore fishing. Crack at 10. <laughs> There were some, man. I rolled out banker's hours because I wasn't worried too much about the tide or anything. But there were times, you know, I'd still get up 5, 30, 6 o'clock, even without an alarm. Old boys are throwing their rods in and getting all rigged up. The sun's not even up yet. And you tell they're hurrying around. I'm like, what the fuck? Well, they drove down for the day. They got to get down there early, Shoot. make the most of the day, and then they got to be off the water by three. That way, they can drive the hour and a half home. Yep. Yeah. I, if I lived that close, yeah, I would. I would make the drive daily. But there, like I said, there wasn't a fishless day. You know, there were no big fish. I I lost one, but that's a. That was an error on my part. Uh, tarpon, snook. Yeah, Let's tarpon. hear it. Give us the deets. Uh, so the girls are just hanging out, doing girl things. and uh, We were actually up in Hell's Bay, and I was like, well, they're just hanging out. I'm going to stand up on the polling platform and throw a couple casts because this area looks really good not to. Um, oh, we were sitting in that area because Susan lost her phone. So her phone is in Hell's Bay somewhere. Oh, no. It's still getting pinged, too. It's <laughs> still got good service. <laughs> iPhones are waterproof. You must have AT&T. So huh? I, I told her, I was like, look, it's it's sacrificial at this point. I said, it's going to get down there and that, I guess it's grass. Looks like yeah. hydrilla and That's grass. weird stuff. I said, it's Probably it's wedge and grass. You're not, you're not going to find it. Yeah, Siri says it's right here. It's not. It's not. Hell ate it. Um, it is hell day. <laughs> so I was just cat. It looked like a beautiful little spot for some tarpon or snook. Everything I learned from Ben. So I start casting up in there, and you know, beautiful cast. You know, little gurgler skips right up under those mangroves, and I'm like, man, Wait. Ben would be proud right now. Like a fancy gurgler, or <clears throat> poor man gurgler. Uh, you know what? I'll call it fancy. Because okay. I tied it. I tied it for myself <laughs> to look pretty. Not not for the fish. For so, me. So to catch the angler. It was, the fish. it was doing its thing. It was doing its thing. And boy, stripping that thing, and it felt like it hit like a brick wall. It just, that fly just stopped and didn't move. So I was like, well, Larry always says, set the hook. Set the hook and uh, maybe a 50, 55 pounder. Hell yeah. It's a good um, fish. Fun size. Every, everything was going great. I'm up on the platform, get all everything reeled in. It's on the reel. And I'm like, all right, well, got to get down to land this fish. As soon as I stepped down, that thing 
shot out of the water, <laughs> and I just saw the line just go limp, and I was like, "You got to train the girls a little bit better." On I was like, "It's it's it's time to spring into action to <laughs> right. to help you land the fish. You just stay up there like the damn Statue of Liberty and fucking. <laughs> you can direct. That's you're, right. You're out of the way of the motor." In all fairness, Susan was trying to video with her phone on the bottom of the. No, bag. it was it was my phone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good! She almost lost both phones. So there would have been video evidence, but she didn't hit record. <laughs> and so you know, I kind of sat there for a minute, and you know, well, at least I saw the fish. I hooked into it. She's like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You know, I'm sitting there telling her, it's it's all right, I saw the fish and felt it. At the same time, I'm like, <laughs> why, why did I bring them? But, uh, <laughs> no, it was good. Uh, just to get away and, you know, be with the family. Not the whole family. Right. Just your family. The nuclear yes. family. There you go. But uh and then uh saw that you headed north. Yep, back up to uh East Tennessee with uh a air quotes uh halfway stop uh on the way up. Shannon and Wyatt always outvote me and uh they want to stop in Charleston on the way because, quote, it's halfway. And, uh, you know, Wyatt has, Wyatt does have a buddy that lives yeah. um, up there that used to live here in New Smyrna. So uh, it's an opportunity for him to hang out with his buddy. Yeah. And so it, it's a small sacrifice to make. So we rolled out and got there early afternoon. Um, Got checked into the hotel. Wyatt's buddy came and got him. They went and did whatever the hell they were gonna do. And your, um, your normal hotel. Yeah, the normal okay. the normal spot. And we had called ahead to see if we could hook up with uh, Pip. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was actually on his way to hunt camp. So we were like, okay, you know, we'll we'll do something on our own. So we decided that we would go to the downtown home team. And when we got there, it was packed. Um, They were quoting an hour and a half wait time. Oh, I I love the home team, but that's not. Well, they they said an hour to an hour and a half. That's what we heard them quote the people in front of us. And they were like, oh, we're going somewhere else. And they left. And when we gave them, there were, there were multiple people in their party. So they're like, how many were like two? And they're like, it's probably going to be around an hour. I went, no problem. Just, Just yeah. no problem. 25 minutes later, we got seated. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't anywhere near as bad as they were quoting. I think they were over quoting to try to force people, Yeah, you know, to go somewhere else. Cause they were probably a little bit weeded in the kitchen or something. But, um, we had a you know great meal like you would would expect at home team. Um, 
I'll be honest with you though. Um, it's getting so freaking crowded in Charleston and mm-hmm. it's like basically being overtaken by the young hipster crowd that it's almost not even fun anymore uh, to go out in Charleston. Um, my opinion. So we, we were both like, you know, the food's great, yep. <laughs> but the experience is now lacking. Not, right. yeah. So anyway, we, yeah, we had our dinner and we went back to the hotel, like a couple of old curmudgeons <laughs> and we're in bed by probably nine thirty, ten o'clock. Um, next day, um, we hit the road and arrived in East Tennessee, got the car unloaded and got Wyatt settled and the fly box, um, was having a fly tying night. And so we headed up there. Um, all you guys are familiar with, uh, the wiggle minnow. Oh, yeah. So Todd Boyer, uh, who's the creator of the wiggle minnow was doing the fly tying night and we got there they were just getting started and it was it was really you know a pretty cool presentation um they Jonathan who owns the shop was sitting with Todd at the front of you know the area where they had a table set up and then some chairs where everybody could watch but they also had a camera set so that on a pretty large LCD screen above the beer cooler, you could like actually look actually at that see, and see yeah. like exactly what Todd was doing. But um, yeah, because most of the time you're you're at one of those events and you're like squinting to see. Yeah. And you're like, ah. So one of the things that I thought was cool was uh, Jonathan took the time to kind of interview Todd mm-hmm. and you know let Todd tell his story of how that fly was created, like how Todd got into fly fishing and, you know, ultimately how he came up with the pattern. And he, he not only has that pattern, he's got two or three others that Umqua actually sells. But, um, you know, Todd is a super nice guy. Um, he'd give you the shirt off his back kind of guy. And, um, he tied the wiggle minnow first and then there was like a little break and then he came back and he tied the wiggle shrimp, which, you know, what's funny is I've got a couple of wiggle shrimp. Um, and I think I've even showed them to you guys. Todd ties them a little differently, um, than the ones that I have. So it was cool to see like his actual version of it. And the coolest thing to me was like how he does the eyes. Um, so yeah, that, yeah, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. What a fucking brilliant (laughs) move. Right. Yep. So, um, you know, we, we watched him tie that and, uh, hung out and, you know, Shannon had a few beverages. Um, I got to, you know, catch up with Kyle was there. Mm -hmm. Um, some other friends. That was the dude with the epic mustache. Uh, no, that's Kyle's son. Okay. Yeah, that's Kyle's son. Man, that was Tyler sweet. has the uh, <laughs> has the stash, but uh, yeah, at the uh, end of the evening, we went ahead and head headed back home to uh, the old homestead, and I guess 
what day did we roll into town? Um, it was Saturdays when you got up there. Okay. So, um, Sunday, Monday. I think Wyatt had uh, a float trip on Tuesday. And uh, Jacob, who works for the Flybox, um, just Wyatt and Jacob went on a float trip nice. on the South Holston. And uh, the TVA has been running kind of a one generator at like half capacity. Wow. So it's like a... Half float. Yeah, it's like a... Well, it's a quarter flow or whatever. So um, <laughs> Just and, enough to piss you off. Well, you know, we actually had a conversation. It's actually some folks suspect, Uh-oh. and this is a good thing, that somebody at the TVA figured out that, see, right now, um, the brown trout in the river are moving up and spawning. They're getting on reds. Um, when the water's low enough to wade, there are quite a few people that are more than willing to tromp around on the reds. Treading the reds. Yep. And by running just enough water to keep you from being able to wade out there, um, the fish can do their thing. Hmm. And, you know, the float boats can go through. Um, There's certainly some big fish being caught. And I'm kind of like, is that what we're, you know, is that okay? You know, right. or a, a, a drift boat to do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, may- not, not treading the red, bro. <laughs> yeah, as long as you're not stepping on the eggs, I guess it's whatever. But um, and you're not snagging them like they do with salmon, right? So <laughs> the cool thing about Wyatt's float was um, it was a full day. Um, oh wow! And. Essentially, they fished the top section of the river twice to make it a full day. So they floated from the just below the weir down to this private takeout, got shuttled back. You know, the shuttle had brought the right, truck the tra- and trailer yeah, down, yeah. went back, relaunched, ran that section of river again, oh, and... Uh, when I picked up Wyatt, I was expecting to pick him up around four thirty, five o'clock. Um, he actually got back to the fly box at like five thirty six. Wow. Like they did like you know, and I was like, Oh man, I don't know if, if he's going to really <laughs> have enjoyed being on the river that long. So when he got in the car, I was like, So how was it? He was like, It was awesome. I was like, did you guys get into any fish? Yeah. I was like, how, how many did you catch? You know, good, good decent amount. He's like, lost count, have no idea. Like, last thing on my mind was how many fish nice. I caught. We just, we were catching fish all day. So that was a super successful um, trip. He really, really enjoyed fishing with Jacob. Um, Jacob does a lot of the... Uh, Photos and videos, social media mm-hmm. for the shop. So uh, you so know, kind of got like a double header. Yeah, so they were able yeah. to talk shop about you know video and camera and you know all that kind of stuff plus fishing mm-hmm. and so he had a great day. Um, 
while he was out doing that, I can't remember what Shannon and I did, but we ran around and did whatever. Um, and then uh, Wednesday, I can't remember what we did. We we spent a lot of time just around the house. Um, the uh, ability to be able to let Tiller run around off leash uh, and work on you know discipline off leash was great. Um, he did. You know, he was up. wearing the e collar. Yeah. He looked like a small calf. Yeah. <laughs> he, he did. He blended okay, in so, pretty well. So <laughs> it was in really well. It was really kind of funny. Um, the first day that we got there, um, I walked down to the fence to check out and see, you know, how the cattle looked on the property there. And uh, they saw me and they didn't give two shits. When they saw Tiller, they all like I won't call it stampeded, but they like bum rushed the fence. <laughs> like they were very, very curious and enamored with this dog. And it freaked him out because that's, I mean, that's really the first time he's, I mean, he's seen cows once or twice before, but not like not where like they're that. up in his grill. And um, so. To watch over the course of a week how they got very comfortable with each other. And there's uh, one steer in particular, number 37, um, ear tag number. Uh, little Charlet. Um, <laughs> Martha. He, uh, <laughs> he, he was definitely... Definitely very enamored with uh, Tiller. Like, he's the one that, you know, Shannon had video of, mm-hmm. like, like pushing his nose through the fence. And he licked the living shit out of Tiller that one time. And just Tiller came unglued. Like, you know, just like it surprised the shit out of him. Gave him, like, an instant case of the zoomies, which was funny. But, uh, yeah, we, we had a good time. Um, you know, I cleaned up a little bit around the place with the chainsaw some and did a little bit of maintenance here and there. Got up, took care of the chimney that I needed to take care of. And um, just in general, you know, did what needed getting done. Um, we went and ate in all the normal spots, mm-hmm. hit partners and, and this and that. Well, um Thursday being uh, Thanksgiving on Wednesday, we were like, what are we going to do for Thanksgiving? Are we going to cook at the house? Are we going to try to find somewhere to go out to eat? And I was like, man, I don't know if there's going to be a lot of options in East Tennessee for restaurants that are going to be open. But we started looking and turns out the Hotel Bristol um, had a fantastic um, Thanksgiving buffet. And we got our reservation for that and went and freaking it was amazing. I would uh, say the best part is there's no cleanup involved. Oh, no cleanup. <laughs> you, you're not cooking all day, guilt eating yeah. um, leftovers for three days, you know, all that. So, I wonder if the Golden Corral's open. <laughs> Uh, likely, next year. yeah, it was it was um, 
It looked awesome. Oh, it oh, was yeah. it, it was great. And on Wednesday, actually, we we actually went down and saw Scotty and Tammy, and okay. uh, went to our favorite pizza joint down there. So, um, but yeah, Thursday was just uh, we we did, did the three o'clock seating for the uh, for the buffet. They had two seatings, a noon and a three o'clock, and uh, it was fantastic. Done back home, sitting in the lazy boy by five o'clock. Um, Kyle texted me and was like, "Fishing tomorrow?" Question <laughs> mark. I was like, "What are you thinking, buddy?" And we had we had talked when uh, I'd seen him at the Todd Boyer thing, and we were talking about doing a smallmouth trip um, through Seussville, mm-hmm. but that uh-huh. tailwater was running like two generators full fucking rip which is way too much water yeah. um, I mean oh, okay. it, it would have fished but it would have it wouldn't have been good like uh, you'd have been getting blown through there so um, I was like well what are the other options he was like well if you want to come down where I live which is a little over an hour hour and a half away he's like we can go up in uh, Cherokee National Forest and uh, do some creek fishing. And I was like, all right, cool. So I asked Wyatt, you know, hey, do you have any interest in going with Kyle and I um, exploring this creek? He's like, I'm in. So I was like, all right, cool. So we went down, went to Kyle's place, met him, and uh, he was – sitting there tying flies because um, originally, you know, the, the idea was we were going to be fishing for smallmouth. So he was all ready for that. And then when we did the audible, he's like, shit, now I got to <laughs> figure something out. And the cool thing about this creek fishing, we weren't going to be fishing, you know, freaking nymphs and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was going to be small streamers. So he was tying up, you know, a handful of, small streamers for us to use. So get in the trucks and head up into the mountains and it goes from pavement to gravel road. So I'm already getting more and more stoked. And we had kind of had the discussion like, what time do we need to go? What time do we need to be down there? And he had originally was like, well, you know, we probably should go early. And I was like, I'm not down with early. <laughs> um, no offense, but I'm just not down not. with early. Um, and I said, I don't think there's going to be a lot of people out. And he's like, I don't know. It's it's a holiday. It's holiday. Yeah. I said, yeah, but a lot of people are going to be like, I just had a big, huge meal yesterday. There's football games on. There's the, you know, all that stuff. So anyway, we rolled the dice. We went a little bit later, and we never saw another fucking angler on that creek. Um, so I ended up not even fishing. Um, he and Wyatt did, um, they both suited up in waders and they fished four or five different spots, um, on the Creek. I just hung out, took a few pictures, a few videos and actually played spotter on a couple of them. Um, they were big plunge pools at the bottom of some, um, pretty, yeah, mid-sized to decent-sized uh, waterfalls and then super deep holes. 
and you could stand up high and look mm-hmm. down mm-hmm. and be like, okay, huge rainbow over here. That's cool. Pick up, put five feet to your cast, come towards me, ten feet. Yep, okay, there you go. Strip that. We'll, we'll call it the Appalachian pulling platform. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Right. <laughs> Bouldering. Um, Perfect. The fish, though, uh, the creek was on the low side. Um, had had a lot of rain recently, so a lot of the fish had been holed up in those um, areas for a while and probably been fished pretty hard. Mm. So uh, they weren't super down with uh, eating, but uh, I did see one um, chase the streamer when Wyatt was fishing it, but uh, no bueno, no no go. Hmm. But uh, we had a we had a blast, and um, when we had all finally got to the point where we're like, okay, starting to think that those biscuits I had a while back are gone. <laughs> um, anybody thinking lunch would be good? Kyle had already told us that uh, we would be close to um, this little town, Hot Springs, uh, which is in North Carolina. So we all were like, yeah, pizza sounds good. Let's go do this pizza. He's like, best pizza ever. Super good pizza. So we hopped in the trucks again. We followed him down. It was probably like 20, 25-minute drive. Um, Ended up coming down that creek actually empties into um, the French Broad River. The French Broad is the state line between North Carolina mm-hmm. and Tennessee in that area. So we followed the river for a few miles until we got to the bridge. And when you make the turn across the bridge, you come into North Carolina right into hot springs. And, uh, one of the interesting things about hot springs is the Appalachian trail actually goes right through the middle of town. Like on the sidewalk itself, there are plaques that say AT on them. And there's like a hostel so that, you know, some of the through hikers that want to, you know, stay somewhere nice to be able to get a shower or whatever, check the mail. Like there's a little, um, a lot of people get like supplies sent to that post office. And then there's one little pub in particular that has good food. Of course, you know, based on Kyle knowing that. I hear a duck. (laughs) (laughs) I think he needs a CPAP. Um, So uh, we had we had uh, lunch and the pizza was as advertised, really good. And uh, we all looked at each other and said, "I think I'm done fishing for the day." Yeah, I'm full of pizza. So uh, Wyatt and I drove uh, the gorge from there back up towards Irwin and uh, before we got all the way to Irwin there's like a turn off to go through Jonesboro mm-hmm. and uh, headed back home and got home probably just around dark Shannon was super surprised that we'd been gone all day and uh, you know I asked Wyatt I was like so how was it he was like I'd do it again it's great I had fun so um, what was it saying? Trout don't live in ugly places. That's right. Yep. Yeah. I mean, we uh, our fish don't live in ugly places. No. Just gotta 
look past they a just survive things. in ugly places yes yeah, <laughs> there you go perfect but uh yeah that was uh you know pretty much the trip to east tennessee a uh, couple times out you know why it did at least got out and fished um howard's doing well howard's doing great good, i good. i went over and saw howard you know just about every day um <laughs> you know it's every time i go up there it's brings me a lot of joy to go and catch him during the middle of the day because early morning is busy mm-hmm. evening is busy but like during the middle of the day, he's what what we would call he's piddling, um, <laughs> piddling meaning you know taking care of the things that you know need to get done, but it's not focused on feeding the animals, you know, okay. getting the animals in and you know all that kind of stuff. It's more like maintenance stuff or grinding feed or emptying a wagon, you know, and putting it in the corn crib or whatever. But when it's cool which it was cold while we were up there there's more loafing goes on where it's cold enough outside that he'll go back and hang out in the garage for a little bit to warm up and from our back sliding glass door i'm looking over i can see the barn and i can barely see the farmhouse behind the barn but the telltale is just like when they name a new pope you get the cloud of smoke. <laughs> when he goes in for a break, he'll throw a new log in on the fire in the in the old iron, you know, uh, potbelly stove. And like, so I'd be like, "Oh, Howard's in the garage. Time to go visit. I'm gonna go see Howard for a little bit." <laughs> That's all. And uh, yeah, I'd slide over there. And you know what? What warms my soul the most about Howard is he is an amazing storyteller. Mm-hmm. Um, just having grown up listening to his stories and, you know, the volume of time that we've known each mm-hmm. other, you know, you walk in and one thing leads to another memory, to another story, yeah. to a story that you hadn't heard before, maybe one that you have, but then all of a sudden that leads to one. And it's just, and he's funny as <laughs> Buck, like he is the king of telling humorous stories. So, um, yeah, I always love going up there. I, I could go up there and literally spend a month just hanging out in that garage, listening, listening. to him. Yeah, just tell stories and like, you know, I'll goad him with like, you know, a comment about so and so. And that just down that fucking rabbit hole we go. All he needs is a push. Yeah, yeah, just a little nudge. Just a little nudge. nudge. (laughs) And, uh, you know, he's the kind of guy that'll do anything for you. Um, Some of the stuff I was doing around, you know, I was, there's this one fucking shrub (laughs) that, my stepmom apparently thought would be a good idea to plant um, behind our house. A Japanese plant called kudzu? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I, I, I've heard the name of it a couple of times, but it's basically the thorny sticker bush from hell <laughs> is its uh, Latin name. And um, 
the last couple of times I've been up there, um, this thing is like it, it grows like it's on fucking you know human growth hormone, mm-hmm. and a little bit of pee. It's gotten to the to the point where it like obstructs the view. But if you go out there and and try to trim it, trim it. It fucking bites back, right? Oh yeah. So I was over talking to Howard, and uh, I said, "Man, I got to do something about that fucking bush." And uh, he was like, "Man, you ain't kidding." I, I looked at that some bitch the other day when I was over there, and just looking at it, it fucking stuck me. <laughs> I was like, "No shit." I was like, "The last time I tried to trim some stuff on it, I was just using loppers." I said, "It tore me the fuck up." I was digging. You know, stickers yeah. out of my fingers. Even you know, with like, leather gloves. Yeah, for a yeah. week after I got back. Jeez. I said, but I got an idea for that some bitch. He's like, what you got? I was like, you got a chain, a long one? He's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to take the F-250. I'm going to back it up the hill. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to wrap that chain around the bottom of that fucking shrub. And I'm just going to fucking ease that F-250 Till the chain's tight, and I said, I'm just gonna let just pull. I said, Some bitch weighs like 7,000 pounds. Yeah, I was like, Mass wins. I, I'm not, I'm not trying, I'm not gonna yank it, I'm not gonna jerk it. Yeah. I'm just gonna put pressure on it and see what happens. Hold my beer, Wyatt. And he's like, Yeah, but here's the problem you gotta get underneath there and be able to hook that damn chain around it. I said, I know. I said, So I'm gonna go in there. Probably belly crawl up underneath it as best I can. Cut a few limbs. Cut a few limbs so I can get in there. And once I get the chain around, some bitch is done. He's like, I like it. Come on, let's get that chain. (laughs) So he gives me the chain. And uh, I can't remember. We were supposed to be going somewhere. And uh, something about being in East Tennessee, like I could be doing whatever and uh it's an old old saying that my dad used to used to say um he would be out doing some kind of chore that was just like fucking random and shit i'd be like good lord why are you doing that today and he's like spirit move me (laughs) and i walked outside for whatever reason and uh was supposed to be doing something very benign. And uh, next thing I know, I was in the garage, gassing up the chainsaw, putting on fucking big, thick leather gloves. And I was out there underneath that thing, you know, getting some limbs done, wrapped the chain around it. And some bitch, I got about three quarters of it out of there. And uh, then I realized what time it was. So I was like, shit, I'm going to be in trouble. So I come walking inside and Shannon's like, did you break the chainsaw? I was like, no, what? What makes you think I broke the chainsaw? Well, cause you quit what you were doing. I was like, well, it's cause I was successful and like <laughs> got what I needed to get done. Done. She's like, well, there's still part of it there. I said, yeah, but I realized what time it was, and you know, I love you, and I don't want to hold us up. So you know, I just figure I can do the rest of it later or whatever. But um, one of the last things Howard asked me before I left, he's like. Cause I'd taken him his chain back and stuff. He's like, did you get any of it out? And I said, about three quarters of it. He said, really? And I said, yeah. He said, I'll take the tractor over and get the rest of it out for you. Nice. So 
he's going to take the big tractor over and uh, yank the rest of it out. So, uh, and when I say the big tractor, it's yeah. it's a big tractor. Thing takes ninety gallons Sheesh. of That's diesel. A pretty solid bit of fuel. Uh, yeah. It, it'll how long does that last? Oh, I'm sure a long time, man. Because you know, tractor just barely chugs along, but it's the gearing on a tractor that you know does the job. Uh-huh. It's a big old David Brown, huge tractor. Hmm. But there's, um, there's a bigger concern right now. <laughs> what, what's going on? We, so, so it's been possessed. Our uh, camera here. Camera two. Camera two is offline. Battery died. Okay. I'm not connected to this one over here. And it just came back on. And started and recording. recording. <laughs> huh? Okay. Well, maybe camera two and said I'm taking all a nap. <laughs> oh shit! So. One of the funniest. <laughs> one of the. Fun- I said it as earlier. Like this reminds me of a tale. <laughs> so, so my buddy Scott. Um, Avoid the ghost. <laughs> my buddy Scott. Um, Don't acknowledge. Moved in. We, he had a, a new home built uh, in the last couple of years, and he's had furniture from his old house that's been in the uh, basement of his new house for a couple of years, and he offered, "Hey, you guys." you know, need any furniture for the house. Sure. And we had one room that was like completely empty, um, that we wanted to put something in, you know, just like to lounge around on. So Scott actually loaded all that stuff up, like large pieces of furniture and delivered it to the garage. So one of the first days that we were up there, I was like, Wyatt, you're going to help me move the furniture out of the garage around to the back and come in through the sliding glass door. And uh, we got the job done. Right. Uh, I was a very appreciative of his help. But it was funny. Like, he was like, you know, oh, this is so heavy. Oh, this is, how's this going to work? And, and once we got finished, I was like, now, let me end, let me explain something to you. Scott did this shit by his fucking self. <laughs> he what? <laughs> I was like, yeah, he moved all this by himself, solo. Mm-hmm. So, uh, buck up, buttercup. That's right. You know, it's not that bad. This is a life skill. You're going to be moving yourself in or out of an apartment. So you need to learn. It doesn't always go through like a couch sits on the floor. Sometimes you have to pick it up, rotate it 90 degrees or past 90 degrees. Uh-huh. You know, it's a puzzle that's along right. with a physical exertion. So, Well, that's clearly a lapse on your parenting. You didn't get him that little uh, play set that comes with the, the shapes and the, uh, the, the push-through things. Yeah. If you know what you're doing, all of them go through the square. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> they, they all get that's through the right. square at some point. Well, and, and, you know, that's that's the segue is on this trip, Wyatt actually pitched in and did a whole lot of stuff and did a whole lot of learning yeah. that uh, I thought was very beneficial. So, yeah, that's, that's what it's all about. Got to learn something new every day. So, um, yeah, that was uh, that was the Tennessee trip in a nutshell. And uh, I don't know if uh, our AV tech comes back over. Maybe we'll uh, run out to a break real quick because I know I sure could use uh, a bathroom break. And then uh, 
We'll come back, check our show notes, and uh, see if we can give you a little bit more to listen to. To a pickup bound for the yard. He was skittish and strange, like a wild dog with mange, and there was blood where his veins ran hard. Wading deep through the ground, he found a long copper line, and he jumped up and leaped to the ground. And you thought he'd struck gold the way he kicked and he rolled like a bandit, he tore out of town. Oh, now he's out on the prowl, you better get up and go back inside. Cause he's loose on the land, getting all that he can, there won't be nowhere to hide. He's calling his way that fits for. All right, I think we're back. Nice. And uh, actually recording now. So a um, couple of last little things that I recall from uh, the Tennessee trip that were kind of fun. Um, the evening that I picked up Wyatt from the fly shop um, after he had done the float trip with Jacob, we're roughly 10 minutes from front door to front door and there's literally a traffic light maybe <laughs> a mile from our house that you we would be turning left to go up the highway and then turn into our driveway and we caught the light and as I came to a stop at the stoplight there was a motorcycle coming up behind us and it veered kind of to the left and stopped behind me but like I could clearly see the headlight of the motorcycle in the left side door mirror Real, I mean, like he's offset to mm-hmm. the left right? and I'm like well, that's kind of weird you know I, I think this guy's going to probably fucking Jet passed. Jet passed as soon as we get a green light. Like, you know, I I, I wasn't aware that I was holding anybody up. Maybe I was. You know, he's fucking sick of the grandpa that was driving. (laughs) Just cycle, bro. Okay. And so. to the dragon's So I'm like. Cycle life. Kind of looking at the light, looking in the mirror, looking at the light. And like, he's still like, every time I look, he's like kind of creeping up a little bit. And I'm like, this is, I even, I say something to Wyatt. I was like, dude, what is this guy doing? You know? Well, the light goes green, but there's no left turn arrow. It's just green, and you have to yield if there's oncoming. Mm-hmm. Well, there was like a line of traffic. So, like, now we're doing the – it's a green light, but it is a dedicated left turn lane. And there's cars coming, and I'm, like, thinking, okay, there's a gap coming up. I should be able to go, but if I start to go, I'm probably going to run over this fucking guy on the motorcycle – and just as that thought is like emptying out of my fucking brain, fucking blue lights come on. And I'm like, what the? F-? And I'm like, holy shit, we're getting pulled over. <laughs> and Wyatt's like, what's going on? I was like, I think we're getting pulled over. Or are they pulling over the motorcycle? And I look in the mirror again, and the motorcycle's no longer there. But he never went past me. 
And then more blue lights come on off to the right as Wyatt is saying, holy shit, look at that, Dad. <laughs> and that motorcycle is like fucking laid down like a MotoGP. Wow. Taking the on-ramp that goes up the Volunteer Parkway towards Bristol Motor Speedway. And what the blue lights are on, the second set is like the most undercover of undercover vehicles like on their ass. And now I'm like, okay, I'm clear to go left and I'm going left, but I'm still not sure if I'm getting pulled over or not. So as I'm creeping left, the vehicle, the cop vehicle like breaks off to the right to go help chase the motorcycle. And it was like an F one fifty that did not look like a cop car at all. So Wyatt and I were like, holy shit, we just saw a pursuit start. That's oh, yeah. cool as shit. And I was like, GTA, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Wyatt starts laughing because that's like the game he's been playing lately. And, uh, five stars instantly right there. We, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> so we roll up to the house, and uh, we're going to be going out to eat must have been over to Partners or something because we were going to be headed that direction. And uh, before we left, I was going to let the dog out. And so I had stepped out onto the back deck. The dog was doing his thing out in the backyard. And now I'm starting to hear fucking sirens and fucking red and blue lights, red and blue lights, red and like one after the other. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, and then I heard a helicopter and I'm like, no way. And I look and I'm looking, I can hear it and I'm looking. And then finally, like it was, you know, I don't think we had much of a moon, if any moon, but there was just enough light that I finally was able to see the helicopter. Mm -hmm. But the fucking crazy thing about the helicopter was he had no nav lights on, no lights whatsoever. All blacked out. And running fleer, going man. dark. Yeah, he went dark and he was running fleer. And he was up like here when the ghetto bird's working. Usually the ghetto bird's low, mm-hmm. has the night sun on. Yep. <laughs> they were in like surveillance mode up high. Wow. So, of course, I instantaneously grab and go to the yeah. fucking uh-huh. tracking app. And I'm like, holy shit, there it is. And it was fucking Tennessee Highway Patrol. I was going to ask, does Tennessee different like we do down here, where locals kind of red and blue, and then sheriff state level is all blue? Um, it was all blue that we had, uh, which ended up being Highway Patrol. <laughs> I haven't paid attention close enough up there to see whether like the county does red and blue, hmm. but um, I want to say Sullivan County just does all blue. Uh, I think law enforcement is just all blue. Oh, wow. But um, so, you know, I come back in. I'm like, dude, Wyatt, you know, whoever whoever they're chasing, you know, and I'm assuming it's still the motorcycle, is already in fucking Bluff City. And I showed him the app. I was like, that fucking helicopter is circling right over by Bluff City Middle School and the cemetery up there, like, Tight circles. I was like, that motherfucker did not get away. <laughs> and because Wyatt was like, dude, if he runs, they're never catching him. I was going to say, do, do agencies still just 
back off when you know. Well, so Florida's a no chase state. Yeah, that, that's bike. what I was looking for. Yeah. Well, methamphetamines involved on this one. Who knows? You know, who knows what, what were their charges? Was it traffic? Yeah. So the crazy thing was that helicopter had shown up on radar on the tracking coming mm-hmm. out of Greenville Airport, which mm-hmm. is cool. a ways away. A couple hours. No, no. <laughs> not not by helicopter, maybe by car. Hour. No, like an hour by car, but like by a helicopter, it's like 15, oh. 15 minutes. I went to the wrong Greenville. <laughs> South Carolina. Oh, yeah, no, Greenville. Greenville, North Carolina. And Green by God County. Um, <laughs> but uh, so it was almost like... Greenville, Alabama. Perhaps they were they knew they were about to take this vehicle down. They probably oh, they thought were. that it was going to run, so they had the helicopter on the way. Um but it was funny because you know Wyatt initially when it you know when I was when I said Grand Theft Auto, he was like, yeah, but that's they they're not getting that motorcycle. Like if he gets the jump on them, he's yeah. gone. That's what and I then when thought. I came back inside, I was like, dude, Wyatt, I've counted like four or five more cop cars going <laughs> over towards Bluff City. I said, and there's a fucking helicopter up. He's like, oh, he's fucking done. <laughs> he's done. <laughs> it's he's like when the helicopter's up, he's done. And so we <laughs> left, and I intentionally. There's a hundred ways to get to the same place in Tennessee. That's what's fun about it. But I intentionally went through Bluff City just to see. <laughs> Holy shit! I didn't know there was that many troopers on shift at a time. There were fucking cops everywhere, dude. And I scoured the news the next day trying to figure out, you know, like, was this like a fucking stone cold murder on a narcotics something, but it never showed up on the news. But, um, oh boy, was running moonshine still. Guess so. (laughs) Saddlebags are full. (laughs) Moonshine on a crotch rocket. (laughs) And then, uh, you can't catch me, law man. The, uh, Last last thing of note was uh, Tides Fly mm-hmm. was up at his place, and uh, so we hooked up for breakfast um, on year. on one of the last days we were up there. He came over. We went to the Bluff City Diner and had a. There har- were a couple people that made comments like, "Oh know, yeah, that's that's a stop." Oh yeah, oh yeah. You're coming around this area. This is a must. Do. You two boys need to get your act together. And well, get up there. Last last year when we were up for um, just after Christmas through New Year's, mm-hmm. we had our New Year's traditional dinner. You know, at oh, yeah. Bluff City Diner. You know, collard greens, black, black eyed, eyed peas, peas ham. ham. Oh fuck, <laughs> dude! It's it's the real deal there at the Bluff City Diner, but. Um, um, the mail barge was mm-hmm. exchanged for the Pony Express. Mm-hmm. Um, would like to officially thank uh, the crew up at uh, the Fly Box, mm-hmm. uh, especially Jonathan mm-hmm. and his lovely bride Chelsea. Um, they sent down hats yeah. for the crew. Much well, appreciated. Yeah. Oh yeah, I can't wait to get up there and at least have a beer and. Yeah. Buy some more wiggle minnows. Yeah. Um, speaking of wiggle minnows, um, <laughs> any of you guys that listen to the show locally here in the 
Space Coast slash Volusia County area. Ben says that Volusia <laughs> County is not allowed to non-eligible, <laughs> non-eligible to claim. I, I think Space I, Coast status. I think I backed him on that one. You did, but the uh, question would be if we were able to get Todd down here to do a fly tying gig. How many of you guys would be interested yeah. in coming out and I'd go. hanging out with Todd and learning how to properly, properly that, tie that's the, the yes. wiggle minnow? Because even watching the live video that you know mm-hmm. you had or, or Jonathan had, I still don't get the voodoo. There's some nuance did. to it. You know, the hook shank is not bent. And <laughs> but, well, okay, so that's what I was told. Not by him, but somebody else. And I was sitting there the whole time going, okay, wait, hold on. It's the way that he mm-hmm. slices it and then he pushes it. Kind of, It's like almost like a little English to it. you got to push it in mm-hmm. and hold both ends before you do the middle. If you do the middle, then it's going to make the foam straight. But anyway, Voodoo. Todd was <laughs> very receptive to the idea of coming and... As long as folks that sit around this table are willing to uh, extend the courtesy of oh, helping yeah. get him on the water, yep. sure, um, he I'm would sure be at least more ben than could happy. Put him on a, a decent snook, yeah. instead of my snooklet. I know they like the wiggle minnows. Well, we don't want to send him down to Melbourne because we don't want to spoil him where all that good fishing is. Right, right. <laughs> right. We'll, we'll take him, we'll take him out to the dead zone out here to the right. <laughs> yeah, but. Um, yeah, let's let's like yeah. try to do something maybe this spring. But I, you know, I don't want to go through all the trouble if uh, you know nobody's interested in it. But I would think that you would find it very valuable and very educational. Oh, yeah. And Todd's just a great all around dude. Mm-hmm. So uh, with that being said, that's uh, a wrap on my East Tennessee adventure. Um, I'm sure I left out plenty of stories and details, but. Um, you know, you just have to treat me like Howard. Get me uh, started one day <laughs> at the boat ramp, and I'll tell all the stories that I forgot about. Um, something that uh, I guess the uh, elephant in the room we should talk about that uh, we've been doing a little new stuff on uh, social media. Uh-huh. We announced that, uh, you know, we actually have a brand partner um, in in Grundens. Um, They approached us before the holiday, um, wanted to know if we would be willing to uh, entertain including their brand uh, here on the show. And just for transparency's sake, because we respect all you guys as listeners and gals, um, the authenticity of the show has always been that, uh, we don't read ads. We're not quote unquote sponsored by anybody other than our listeners. Um, this segment brought to you by <laughs> correct. You know, we don't totally. have, yeah, we don't have <laughs> stuff sitting on the table and, you know, but Grunin's came to us and said, Hey, we, we really dig the honesty, uh, of the show. Number one. Number two, the level of support that you guys have in your listeners is something that we see value in. 
so uh, we struck a deal with them, and uh, our primary request of them was to make it worthwhile for you guys, the listeners, to get some kind of benefit out of it, which is, um, you know, no matter when during the year, you can use a discount code at their website to purchase whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, you need from Grundon's. Uh, It's Taylor 20. Uh, Quite a few folks uh, just took advantage of that during their holiday sale. Um, They didn't call it Cyber Monday or Black Friday. They just did one big, long, week-long sale with some great discounts to begin with. And for those that were smart enough to pick up (laughs) on our what we are dropping on social media, some people were getting like 70% off of stuff because they were honoring the sale price. And then once you had totaled your sale price, then they took another 20% off. So uh, anyway, jot it down, Taylor 20. Um, The reason we're willing to do it is they have told us, don't change a thing. If you want to share the discount code with your folks, please do that. Um, if you're using some of our stuff, you don't dig it. Tell us why, you know, please don't trash us if you can avoid it. Uh, <laughs> but we do want to hear honest feedback and that's why we're coming to you guys. Um, and we're not going to lie. We're going to make a little bit of, uh, money back from any orders that you guys as listeners might make, but that's going to keep some beer in the fridge um, it's going to pay a little bit of good gas. Beer. Yeah, yeah well. good beer. Um, yeah, not this old stuff. <laughs> We're what? drinking stale beer for oh. a week now. Oh, yeah. real so stale. That, uh, September 29th, 2020. Ooh. <laughs> I got a 421.21. Yeah, the, the mail barge just hasn't been running lately. I think we, oh. ju- we just haven't done the beer plug lately. We haven't asked for folks to send us beer from wherever they're at listening. Yeah, there is a case of Modelo down there. Yeah, that's so pedestrian, though. I want to try local beers, and not like not not local to here, local to where they are. Right? Yeah, and and gross chocolate porter. Right. I I can do a chocolate porter. I can't do six. Right. But if you send us some like lagers or something, that'd be no IPAs. Yeah. So wheats are good. Oktoberfests, Marzins. I usually draw the line at cold. That's a pretty good. It's a pretty good way to do it. Uh, hey, like if you want to send us sale. something, we'll at least try it. <laughs> well, I'll try right. it and give you an honest opinion of it. <laughs> so um, that's that on the Grundance front. Um, mm-hmm. Just to give you guys a preview, uh, if you haven't heard, if you're not in the uh, loop, Grundance, of course, has uh, been around for years and years and years. Um, taking oh, yeah. care of outfitting commercial fishermen. Leader and commercial. Uh, they are making a move into the fly fishing space. So um, their 2023 stuff starting in the spring, I believe is going to include boots, waders. Um, so check them out when that stuff comes out. You might find that you are intrigued by it, might want something. Um we certainly have gotten a few things ourselves. Jameson, you, yeah. I just got my haul and I am loving every minute of it. I got, you know, a pair of flops, a pair of shorts, a shirt, 
nice. all, all the good stuff. And I can't say enough good things about them. I mean, it, I just got them, so we'll <laughs> we'll see how long they last. I'm sure they will, you know, knowing the brand. But right, I'm wearing the shorts right now. And they well, you were just telling us during the break about yeah. you know a little feature on the shorts that you thought was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. for for those of us fat boys out there, um, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> the uh, instead of like thread that holds down the button like most shorts where it's just kind of static, they made a loop out of this uh, webbing material, so it's got a little bit of geek play to it. So when you get they're your happy hour shorts. That's right. Four or five beers deep. No, I wouldn't say fat. I'd say bloated. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's got. It's got some built-in things for the bloat and it's got mm-hmm. this cool pocket on the side that i keep sticking my thumb in because it's i guess cut proof or whatever but it's made for like pliers and knives and stuff oh really yeah it's cut proof huh yeah you want to try it no. <laughs> go ahead so it's it's lined with like kevlar or something yeah it's, it's lined with something i'm fingering the, the oh, pocket finger my hole <laughs> It's it's a pretty durable. I'm wow. not gonna go in there and cut up his new shorts, but no, so you could you could that. like easily put <laughs> sign this form. Right, just a normal like sticking. We're not trying to Yeah, like if you just slide yeah. it in there. Yeah. Yeah. That's nifty as shit. Right. Just a I, I can't Right, we're not that. like Really? Stabbing, yeah. slashing. So, like, you could put your your pliers yeah. in there and not have to wear like a plier holster. Yeah, right. yeah. and it's not going to tear your pocket yep. apart. Yeah, yeah. when tear. when I yeah. when I took them out of the pack, it actually had a little placard that talked about it. I didn't read it. It had a picture <laughs> of pliers on there. I right. watched a video. I'm okay. a, I'm a video yes. guy. Right. Okay, there's a video on their their YouTube that talks about it. Um, but yeah, it's. It's pretty nifty. Well, I ordered a pair of those shorts myself, yep. Yep. and I had no idea. I just, no. I, I'm a color guy. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was just like, "Ooh, I like that color." So that's why I ordered that pair of shorts. Yeah. So I create a lot of stains, so I'm always replacing khaki. That's why I got them. Same, <laughs> same. I can never have enough no. khaki shorts. No. Yeah, and they're comfy, man. They're they're stretchy and. Well, you said you got the. Seven inch. Yes, uh-huh. I got the shorty shorts. Shorty, and they we also have the eleven inch. Yeah, we yeah. ordered the we 11, ordered eleven. The the dad <laughs> size. Match the New Balance. <laughs> <laughs> With your tube socks. Yep, yep. But uh, but yeah, I haven't had a chance to try the the. I got a one of their raincoats because I I had like an old cheap Frog Togs raincoat yeah. that uh-huh. had holes in it, so. I finally have a nice raincoat. I'm so excited. Uh, well, you know, raincoats do wear out. So, you know. This, this one feels like it won't. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you. But, uh, but yeah. Cool, cool. I know. I'm excited. Give them, give them a try. Give them yeah. a look-see. They, yep. You might be surprised. All right. Um, I know we've got a few more things on the old notes that we were talking about kicking around. I have something about USA doesn't have competitive fly fishing. So we'll gloss that real quick since you brought it up. But when you were on break, we decided we weren't going to talk about that. The, um, when I was taking the dogs to yes. do some shit. Sorry. So I, somewhere on Facebook I saw this article about how the USA doesn't – they can't figure out why they can't generate any interest in 
competitive fly fishing. Because it's gay. And that was the consensus. <laughs> Everyone's like, dude, you're taking something that's supposed to be fun, and you're ruining everything about it. Yeah. Uh, typical do it European shit. I was going to say, they do it a lot in Europe. Yeah. I mean, you know, let's not be hypocrites. We've turned fly fishing into a competition. You know, Literally with, a couple hours ago. Yeah, with the... Yeah, <laughs> but... Well, I was going to, I wasn't even talking about that. I was talking about to like, the casting company. Yeah, the TPC. Mm-hmm. But it's completely about drinking beer, hanging out with your right. friends. I was, yeah, yep. You know, camaraderie. It's a yeah, social thing. It's a social thing, not a, you've got 10 minutes on this beat. <laughs> you got 10 yeah. minutes on this pool. Well, and they were saying how, I guess, like, nobody funds it. So. Your airfare to all these different countries—you just got to pay out of pocket. And hold, that. hold on, just a diggity dang minute, mm-hmm. okay? Obviously, this is a trout weenie centric. Yes, because yes. there are a lot of competitions that take place around permit and tarpon in the fly fishing world. You know where the yeah. real men compete, right? Not the trout. Princesses, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So it it was a fun like it was like a five minute read, kind of a fun little thing where they're right. like, we can't figure it out. And basically, everyone they interviewed from the US is like, because this is stupid, we're out. Like we're not we're not doing this. Hmm. So, well, well, sorry I brought it up. No, 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 you're good. Well, I saw that it's attached to Hatch Magazine with a magazine. What is the new one? The local. Oh, the one that I sent you guys? Yeah. Um, so it's sold out already, but I don't know who it's it? sold out to. Yeah. Dang. I was going to get you on know, there but and buy one. It's a, it's a, it reminds me of... Uh, I don't call it... What is... Like, from what I saw, it's like a photo journal. Larry? Yeah, I'm not... The angler... Angler mm. something, fly angler. There's a picture book, pretty much. Mm, I don't know. Uh, um, Angler's it, Journal wasn't Fly Fishing Journal, was it? The Fly Fish Journal. No, no, no there's words in there too. Yeah, I I know that. That's why I was <laughs> asking. Um, and words. <laughs> there, this there is this is not a criticism or a knock of this one that you're still trying to find the name of that I can't think of either. Yeah. Um, it appears that it is produced by a photographer. In North Georgia, yeah. um, and it's it's a a journal of fish stuff mm-hmm. in the southeast, quote unquote. Yeah. So I believe it's probably stuff where he was engaged mm-hmm. to photograph, you know, different, you know, for different guides or a different event or different yeah. whatever around the southeast. So it's almost like a highlight reel for him. Oh, gotcha. And it's and it's definitely done high quality mm-hmm. from the looks of it. Um to me it's like a coffee table book. Yes. But a low end coffee table book meaning it doesn't have a hard cover. Mm-hmm. And to to him uh I wish I could think of his name. Um Josh. Josh England. Yeah. Yep. Um 
fantastic hustle, great oh, yeah. idea. You're doing something that nobody else is doing. It's I called just wish local we could have got our hands flow on one. magazine. Yeah, local flow magazine. And there's other contributors. Yeah, like one of their posts was about um, some featured artist that was done by somebody else too. Okay. So if uh, well, I I went to the, the website because I was like, oh, you know, what are the contributor guidelines? Right. And because I know a photographer in the southeast that. Well, I know somebody that's written articles too. So I was like, "Okay, let's see what the let's see what the contributor guidelines are." And there's nothing about contributor guidelines on there. So I was like, eh, "I don't know. Yeah, this doesn't a, it's seem." It's a startup. Yeah, but, but it. If any of it our does look, want to send us their, I, I think copy. the quality looks yeah. good. Yeah. Um, I would at least like to check it out. Well, it sold out. You. Snoozed, no, you snoozed, saying. and you lost. It came with a hefty price tag of thirty-five bucks. But you know, if a that's, listener has one that they've already thumbed through, right? It's only for volume one, and they happen uh, biannually. So there will be another one in six months. Well, I want. I know. I'm just saying, if you that. can't get your hands on ones, we can look at eBay. Sure. Biannually <laughs> would be every, every two years. Year. Oh, semi-annually. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, semi-annual. Okay. I'm not. I'm not good with the words and the numbers. Hatter education. <laughs> Sales guy, dude. <laughs> what was the article that you sent on the group text about? It's the habitat, stupid. Um, <laughs> uh, I gotta find it. Wasn't it like something from BTT? Yeah, BTT. One of one of their folks wrote an article in like Florida Sportsman or something. Okay, calling out the habitat. Sorry, trying to find it. We send way too much in our group texts. Um, no such thing. It's so funny how like it'll go days, like nothing. It'll be yeah. quiet, like fucking crickets. And then, boom, it goes fucking crazy. So, here it is. Why, okay, <laughs> go ahead. I was about to move on. It's, it's Saltwater Sportsman. Um, mm-hmm. One of BT, they, Bonefish Tarpon Trust put a post out about it. Um, and their quote is, a fishery is only as healthy as the habitat that supports it. Our own Nick Roberts makes the case in this week's Saltwater Sportsman. And underneath the title in the article, it says, if coastal habitat degradation continues our favorite fisheries will continue to decline no matter what regulatory measures are put in place mm. oh the amen middle, the middle river up to mosquito lagoon hmm. yeah yeah i mean you can <laughs> you can do catch and release only zone all that you want until you start restoring the ri- and so here's something that i've been thinking about i always talk about reconnecting the salt marsh, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then there's a lot of people that go, oh, well, you know, more important than that is, you know, septic to sewer, reducing the amount of rainwater wastewater. and wastewater, and, you know, Titusville needs to quit putting their poopy water <laughs> in the lagoon. Well. Stop using fertilizer. Stop using fertilizer, all that. And while I agree with all of that, I think one of the things that has become apparent to me 
is there's two competing words that comes down to people need to understand that septic to sewer reducing runoff reducing fertilizer usage those are all ways to mitigate future pollution Mm -hmm. entering the, the water restoration is just that returning it to its original hydrology opening back up all of the filtration of the salt marsh and to me all the mitigation you want to do is great because it slows down and prevents any further but it doesn't remove what we already have so why it, to me, they've got the cart before the horse. Well, that'd be like them saying, okay, we're not going to build any more dams on rivers, but we're going to leave the ones that are there, there, because, you know. Right. And let's not mince words. Septic to sewer is big fucking money. Big fucking money. Oh, oh, oh yeah. I mean, the That's $4 one of the million dollars to do, like, what? That's one of the reasons my dad moved out of Cape Coral and headed north was because of the price tag for yeah septic to sewer. And then, you know, I mean, just dredging mm-hmm. all the stuff, you know, to remove the legacy muck. Yeah. Which uh, they're doing down by Ben uh-huh. on the yeah. east side. Larry and I were having a conversation a week and a half, two weeks ago about right. that. What was that called? The Grand Canal or something? We fished it once. They, they changed where it... So it was in Turkey Creek for a while, and then it was in Ballard Park. Um, it was in off of Pineda, where you took me fishing. Yep. And I, I don't know where it's currently working. Oh, it's working uh Kiwanis Park. Okay. They're at Sykes Creek. and Selling property to the state to be used as a holding facility for water before it's being sent south. There's a lot of yeah. money mm-hmm. in that. Yeah. Yep. Big salaries. A lot of money in that. Yep. Boats hanging from ceilings. <laughs> money type. Yep. So anyway, we digress. <laughs> gala, um, gala shit, dog. <laughs> gala, bro. Um, there was something else before we got... Oh, holy shit. <laughs> Not that I live on the Space Coast. I live somewhat close to the Space right, Coast. within proximity. In, in close proximity. The atmosphere um, coast. There you go. If you the drew us... As the crow flies... <laughs> I'm, you could throw a stone. To I'm a bit closer pad. to the launch pad to the than, launch pad than but I'm uh, the space coast somebody else that lives right on the space coast. Um, <laughs> Not on it, in it. <laughs> freaking tell you what, man. Last week, was it? Three launches yeah. in four days? Yeah. And then... They were supposed to launch on Thursday yeah. of this week, yesterday. Yesterday and had a... And very unusual. Um, they were like, well, hold on. We got to check a couple things out on the mm-hmm. rocket, which is really odd for SpaceX. Yeah. Usually they're like always yes, dialed in. Yeah. Um, I did find out that 
Space Welder. Mm-hmm. Um, Big fan of Elon. Oh, <laughs> huge fan yeah. of Elon. Get his name right. Um, it's <laughs> it is so funny because I sent him a a DM. <laughs> And instead of Elon sucks, it was hashtag Elon sends it or sends it. I got a dissertation back. I, uh, I mean, like, fucking get back in your lane, motherfucker. I work in the city. And I was like, woo. All right. I'm going to. My, sh- my ship is cruising around the moon right now. That's right. It should be. I think it's on its way back. It did an undocking. Or something, Orion. What did it undock from? Faulty valve. (laughs) (laughs) Dock with the ISS. Falcon Heavy. I don't know. Yeah. Recovery ship. So Uh, splashdown, I believe, is in the Pacific. So we won't get anything. Oh, that's efficient. Yeah. Very. Good job, NASA. Well, this way they'll get to use their new causeway they're building. Bring it back over. How's that coming? Is it oh, almost finished? Oh my god! I think that's what has scared all the fish within a ninety-six mile radius, uh, and I was unaware of until I heard it at the house. Is the pounding? Oh, putting the pilings in? Yeah, no they're hammering no it. Fish. Oh, yeah. I mean, would you want to hang around? Come down to Melbourne. Don't it's Fishtopia, don't, baby. Don't Fishtopia. <laughs> <laughs> I got some spots. I watched a video. <laughs> It's it's coming along very fast. Lot, I guess when well, money talks. Yeah. Yeah. And it'll be to, need to send some of that fancy space money up to Volusia County. Us poor be folk good finish the bridge on forty four when it gets St. John's. So here's here's my th- I thought about it the other day. I was out cruising around looking at water, this and that. And I was cruising, you know, all four corners of the NASA causeway. Why? Because the public cannot step foot on any of that land once you cross over onto NASA property. Right. You can't even pull over to change your tire. Right. Um, Why don't they do, like, an employee work day to clean up the shoreline? Ooh. Right. Hey, you know, we're not asking for a weekend. Come out here, you know, a Friday. Or? Because they're uh, between the two storms we had and all the, you know, the previous storms over the summer that, you know, it's that's wind-driven. I mean, there's so much junk that's going to sit there. I wonder if they forever. would, I wonder if they would allow a permit for somebody to do like a, trash cleanup event out there. Right. I, you know, I'm not talking going into secure areas. This right. Is yeah, it's just the causeway. A road. So it kind of jogged my mind a little bit. Mm. Hurricane Debris. 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 Well, and, I mean. Maybe we should reach out to somebody at Nashville. Let's see if we can get Nassau. programs set up. Speaking of. Restoration and cleanups. Mm-hmm. Um, there is the Lower Keys Guys Association is uh, doing a, a cleanup thing. And you know who's weirdly not one of their sponsors? The captains. Oh. 
It's it's right in their backyard. You would think, and you know, Sugarloaf Marina, Sugarloaf Key. I mean, I know it's a little far from the Everglades, but like, be an easy one to latch onto. But maybe it's like actual work. So. so I brought that up while we were down there, and they're just you know, lowly paid park rangers that you know don't know much. They've never heard of that organization. <laughs> that. Like official park rangers, hilarious. not, you know, just ones, you know, man in the museums and where they called, there's a special word for those kind of volunteers. Oh, I have no idea. Au pair. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't think that's it. No, there's a special word for well, that, people that That's back in museums. the gift shop, Linda. Yeah. It's, it's kind of funny because, you know, the mission statement is to create awareness it's kind of bad when the folks at work in the place are trying to but say you know, don't know what your organization Mark is. Mark was talking earlier about, you know, how how the water quality appears nice. You know, the grass is definitely there in Florida Bay. Um, it's possible that uh, perhaps they've jumped the shark at this point, you know, because, I mean, really... Everything's happening that was planned to happen. Medusa. There's there's nothing to pound their fist about right now. Um, well, Ian. Well, I, I'm getting to that. That's a complete shift in mission. Um, mm-hmm. And here's the problem. Not a problem, but an observation. If you're sending your money to only support guides that have fallen on hard times because of loss of business from Ian and or, you know, their house got fucked up, whatever. It ain't the only part of the state that got fucked up by those mm-hmm. by that storm. Not only that storm, Nicole fucked up the East Coast as well as Ian. We got mm-hmm. double tapped. And, you know, just no matter what you're doing, whether it's a conservation organization or a relief organization, depending on which day you look, that's what you're looking at. It's either one or the other, other or the other, one of the chameleon. Do your due diligence. You know, are you sending money somewhere else where your own neighbor could actually use a helping hand? Um, we said it a long time ago, don't send it to an NGO that's saying, we'll take care of it for you when the governor set up a fund that's willing to collect the money and give it out to folks that have the logistics and the infrastructure already in place with a proven track record <laughs> providing relief efforts. Mm-hmm. And guess what? They're spread evenly throughout the area of need, not just capitalized in one specific area. That's our only yeah. message is do your due diligence. Sure. Take care of take care of local folks first. Yeah. Right. And it's not a au pair. It's a ducent. Oh, a ducent. Yeah. Yeah. Vol- museum volunteer. Ducent and a half. Speaking of deuces. Oh, 
Um, oh, wow. Ben's wait, out. Wait, hold on. No, Thanksgiving Day. I'm headed to my sister's house. Cruising down 528. Mm. So, you know, there's these w- wonderful events called turkey trots. Heck yeah. Where people do a fun little 5K. And they go do their run. Or they get their K. picture. They're heroes. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> So metal. I earned my thanks. I don't know meal. who's Thank gone you. down 528 recently, but they've got the train going in next to the highway. The bright line. The oh, bright I line. Can't wait and for like that. the fence I is going I want to ride up. that sunbitch. I do. I'm going to because like it went from like you couldn't see it, and then all of a sudden like it's starting to look like something. But they've got like a we'll, new. We'll fence. be doing like peacock bass trips on the daily. Right. Nope. So it's it's a battery mark. It's all good. It's okay, buddy. Nope. Um, Papa's got to go. <laughs> the trailer is Conjuring haunted, Christmas everybody. Edition. So fences are up. You can't get to the wood line. Can't get me and you, like, you used to drive down, you'd see deer, hog, and you still oh, see yeah. them, but not like you used to. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. We used I, to count I've noticed turkeys. a decline. Okay. And I was expressing this to my wife. Less carcasses? Less carcasses, less carnage. Okay. Well, maybe not that. But you used to see, like, you know, a hog and, like, five or six of them rooting around. Or, or a flock of turkey. Yeah, and all you're seeing now Tons is all turkeys. I saw on the way to that was white ibises. Still cool. No complaints. That's a Chuskalucky chicken. So we're cruising down the road, and I see a vehicle. Have you ever seen a white cheekers out there? Well, <laughs> potentially. So, cruising down the road, and I see a vehicle with their flashers on. And you're 6'4". And I'm like, I f- maybe that guy's changing a tire. Like, he looks backward. <laughs> and I'm sitting there, and right as I get too close, I just yell, fuck! And then he's like, what? I was like, that guy's taking his shit in the evening. And I, didn't, I said, I'd take a, I'd take a photo of it if I saw the tire. <laughs> like... The most perfect squat, like you're lifting, ass three inches from the ground, literally like. Oh, that's a Korean toilet there. The car, yeah, the car is literally just off the highway, and he's got the door open like you take a pee, but he's on the wrong side of the door. <laughs> he was in a hurry. Yeah, and I can. He just didn't see think it, it like, through. Bare ass <laughs> behind the tire, taking his shit in the elite, not in the grass. The, the only E-Lay. thing he was thinking was. How do I get these goddamn grindings off? It's got that fucking. It's got, you can it's tell. got that new fucking weird fucking. <laughs> yeah, this goddamn loop. You could tell this was a damn near medical emergency <laughs> at the rate he didn't make it very far. <laughs> and and I just looked at Daisy. I was like, "That's the first time I've seen that kind of turkey trot." <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, I've had one of those on the bow of the skiff before. Well, I was gonna say there's an investment that. I'm almost willing to make is the toilet seat hitch oh, for the bumper. Oh, yeah. yeah, bumper dumper. And I mean, it's the a, bumper dumper. That's <laughs> literally it's, what's it's called. It's, it's, you it's know, called. The, the poo goes in a bag, and you just yeah, you know, it's like a five, it's like a dog shit. You, you know? can do yeah, like a it's dog. A, it's a, it's just a don't have to pick it up. Yeah, it's a five gallon bucket with a bag. The <laughs> on the septic to sewer note. I was with a shit bin. with a shit. Central Florida captain at one point. <laughs> <laughs> we were almost to the boat ramp. He's like, "Oh shoot!" and he throws the boat in neutral and just jumps in <laughs> into the water. 
No. Next thing I know, he's like, he's like, I got hit so hard I had to go. He took an awkward off, <laughs> off the side of his boat well, in the water. No wonder why. We, I mean, I know fit, but hey, you know, uh, you know water's shit already. Exactly. That's a little more fecal matter, and uh, to make things better on my bow shit experience, it was in the Ginu. Ooh. 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 With another person. Topsy turvy, baby. Oh, man. It was gnarly. <laughs> <laughs> we bonded too much. No doubt. Yeah. Nobody winked at anybody, though. There was eye contact. <laughs> there was eye contact, oh, God. Did, did I get it all? <laughs> <laughs> Before I pull these pants back up, can you check me real quick? Do me a favor. This new fandangle button's giving me a hard time. <laughs> oh, oh, God, how geez. far down the rabbit hole. Holy smokes. Oh, anybody, anybody found anything good on uh, the YouTubes lately? Uh, I mean, uh, we haven't had a YouTube sec- segment in a while. Uh, I'm ben usually good I for it. but ran into... I would say he's a pretty good dude based off of the, the couple videos I watched after... Ben and I's unsuccessful fishing trip due to uh, 20-foot seas in the Banana River and frigid temperatures. Ben had to put the Gore-Tex on. I did. It was it was chilly. Um, what's his name? AD? Hooked up with AD. Yeah. Let me confirm that. Just a, you know, a regular old dude just out there fishing and... Having a good time. Fishing for subscriptions, having a good time. Just like good old boy. Yeah. And he, I mean, one of the videos I yeah, watched up there was with AD. Yeah. There was a young kid who had some old gear, you know, wasn't looking too great, but was out fishing and old boy gave him, you know, his whole setup with the the pen reel and Wow. You know. I don't know how much that stuff costs these days, but, you know, bait bucket with the bait. Being benevolent. Yeah. I like it. Is there, like, slow-mo shots or any grip and nope, grins? No, this is all chest did, GoPro. Does he fish the Seychelles much? Or? Uh, he, uh, so he, he switches. No, I can't uh, watch it then. Between the uh, the flats of Teville and uh, Mel Beasy. Here, here's the one fishing a retention no, pond. Please. Well, it's not really a retention pond, but it says insane mullet fishing with pops and unk. There it is. Unk. But so he's, he's with his dad and yeah, his uncle. He's, but. he's all over the place. He goes from a kayak to... What Super friendly it? to people. What would you call that thing? Uh, I would say it was some type of Carolina stump knocker. Something of uh, that nature. Something in McKee craft. Have you guys had any more uh, the... What's this? The armed fisherman or whatever. Um, I know he he did a couple of gigs. Uh, I think he had like a big uh, rally um, in Titusville recently. I don't even know who you're talking about. So there's a guy that has um, a YouTube channel. Apparently, he was fishing over in Tampa, or I think it was actually Bradenton, and was under the bridge like three o'clock in the morning fishing oh, for that's snook just bad news. <laughs> and he almost got robbed at gunpoint. <laughs> well, then he found out it's that it's legal to open carry. It's legal to open carry while you're on the way to or from fishing or hunting. And so he has made it his mission 
to go out and educate law enforcement. Oh, I know who you're talking about. I know this guy. He did one at the Titusville Marina like last year, year before. Yeah, this dude like walks around with like fucking three point strapped, strapped AR. I'm I'm fishing. Yeah. Yeah. All it takes is one good karate chop to the fucking eyeballs of the alligator, and you're good, man. You don't need to be the tactical guy. No, you gotta. You did, did you not see that video of the dude <laughs> in the kayak that shot at the uh, or drew his gun on the otter? What? What? Oh yeah, there's An a otter? dude. It was in like a little creek. Was or it something. a rabbit otter? I, it was something. In Florida. I don't know where oh, it okay. was, but dudes in the kayak, clearly scared shitless out of just being there. But something, you know jumped into the water and it wasn't like it was a gator you couldn't see anything but he was being circled by like a family of otters i think <laughs> yeah because straight up curious. pulls out his <laughs> glock and was like pointing it around trying to find him was like freaking nah. the fuck out they're, oh it was hilarious it's still it was on oh, the micro yeah. dicks site um a little while ago it they're, might still be up there they're naturally curious animals right like they like their bellies rubbed. Yeah. yeah they're, they're They'll all float up to you with their belly up. That big. Throw them a ham sandwich or something. Well, um, <laughs> the YouTube's um, coming up Monday morning. Mm. There's going to be a fly fishing podcast episode by the huge fly fisherman. I'm Ooh. interested to see. I don't think that um, he rated... Or reviewed so much as he just talked about what was out there. So that's fair. I was kind of hoping that he had done like a review and and, well, and take us to task if we need it. You but know, like, it's hard to say when you're sponsored by Orvis that Tom's podcast sucks. So I get just saying like this is what it is. I don't. Ben's not. Sponsored well, by Orvis. Well, not sponsored, but he, he was kind of doing a lot with them for a while. For a while. He just really, really likes them. I mean, I, I, I do a lot for free stuff. I think Orvis... <laughs> I really, I really mean, like Orvis, I think too. Orvis helped, and Ben would say that Orvis was instrumental in getting his content out yeah. before he ever thought about taking it to... Um, YouTube. I think he originally started putting it out just on like his uh, Facebook, didn't he? I don't yeah. remember. And yeah. then they would repost it from his Facebook, but they would repost it as if it was theirs. Mm-hmm. And then that's when I was like, bro, don't give him the link from your Facebook or the raw video. <laughs> like, make him share your fucking YouTube. Go to YouTube. That's where. And I think he's. Doing wildly successful, yeah. Um, for for what he does, um, for a Colorado mountain hippie, for a damn mountain hippie. <laughs> he just got back from uh, Louisiana. Louisiana. Wonder if he was fishing with old Ron Ratliff. Uh, no, he has in the past. <laughs> oh, I bet that was a trip. Ronald Ulysses Ratcliffe. Would they all have to wear Costas Costa sunglasses? Um. He likes long walks on the Spe- beach. Speaking of forced coastas, 
Um, Forced coast. I do not. It's like a Batan sunglasses march. <laughs> Correct. So, while painting the house, was it today? Yeah, doing some work in the house. You know, put on some background noise. Mm-hmm. So, I watched a certain YouTube internet star. Okay. And not Ben Siddig, by the way. Jake Paul. No. And had a local guide from Melbourne on as a guest host. And (laughs) they were tarpon season. And I know this guide does not like wearing Costas. And I noticed in the video he was wearing them. So I called him and was like, what's up with that? He's like, dude, they made me. He's like, the guy's like. Costa sponsors our show. It's in the contract. I need you to wear these. He's like, I hated them. I would have fish, worn but shit. It was, but it was just funny. It was uh, like yeah. how I'll go Brent, It was like, like I had a friend who... Well, well if, if I would assume that he was like, what, operating a camera boat or something? No. Seen oh, in the background? oh, no. This no, was he was, the fishing vessel. It was he and the show host together. Okay, so the show host has gotten... A sponsorship from Correct. Costa. Yeah. So, Did well, well, let me ask this. So when he invites, and it shouldn't be an invite, when he chose to hire mm-hmm. the guide in uh, the incredible fishery down <laughs> yeah. in Melbourne yeah. to showcase for the rest of the world to see. Yes. Um there should be an exchange of monetary compensation, correct? Mm-hmm. I would assume. Yeah. So along with that comes, but by the way, I will need you to wear, you know, a blue shirt. Yeah. Khaki pants. Um, what kind of shoes do you typically wear? No, no, no. That brand, you will have to put a piece of tape over that if you wear those. But um, definitely you're going to have to wear these sunglasses. To wit, Captain should have said no unless I get X number of dollars because that's the only reason you're telling me I have to wear them. Right. It's because you're getting paid or sponsored somehow. Yeah. So, and my allegiance is with somebody else that gives right. me free swag. Right. So, don't put me in a bad spot, bro, unless yeah. you're ready to oh, share yeah. some of the cheese. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not like those glasses help him see in the water anyway. (laughs) What is it about, and maybe I'm painting with too wide of a stroke, Mm -hmm. a brush, whatever, however that old saying goes. Costas, by and large, do, do they even sell Costas that don't have a colored, mirrored lens? Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, when I think Costa, I think green bug eyes or blue bug eyes. That's kind of their namesake. Okay. More often than not, yeah. But they have other ones. And they they pitch it that the mirror finish, because you can get them without a mirror finish, which is where the green or blue comes from, helps reduce glare even more by reflecting it back. Is how, when I got my sunglasses, how it was pitched to me. confirm that's bullshit. Well, because the reflection doesn't... You still see it because it's coming at you. I... Yeah. 
Listen, um, if you're not but that on said, my I level. used to have some Costa Aviators with the green mirrors, and I looked hot as shit. I've paracut. They're my daily drivers. Costa Aviators with the green mirrors. Listen, you guys got to. I got news for you. And, uh, if they got green. Mm-hmm. Mirrored shit on them. They're not aviators. They might be teardrop they're, lenses. No, aviator style. Definitely not aviator yeah. style. Until you get minor more your eyeball uh, lenses style. changed, right. To polarized. Don't talk to me. Polarized. Oh, sorry. I don't need glasses. Mm. Nope. Just sunglasses. My lenses are already polarized. Yeah. Not really. Transitions. I shouldn't have said anything out loud. Transition bifocals or no, no, no. The lenses of your eyeball. Oh, yeah, surgery. Yeah, I shouldn't have said. God, we could have been millionaires, boys. Somebody else is gonna. Luxotic is coming for it. Uh, I had watched after Ben and I fished and unsuccessfully caught fish, unsuccessfully saw fish too, for that matter. We went and ate at the new. Seas, what's it called? Seas Country Kitchen. Seas Country Kitchen. Oh, up be, here were Steve's. Used to be Steve's famous diner. Yeah. Wait, is it? And we, before that, it was just the Country Kitchen. Right. Okay. Well, that's I wonder north. if it's the same Steve. It's north in of Daytona. Because we have a Steve's famous diner in Titusville. I don't know. It had a picture of an Italian looking gentleman. With glasses. With a mullet and uh, glasses. Yeah, okay. You're right. Yeah. There's a hundred Steves with a diner. Well, because <laughs> as you know, up until today, JB's was closed for That's storm right. damage. Woo-hoo. So JB's was Going out. there tomorrow. I know. It's awesome. I'm happy for you. What are um, you doing tomorrow? <laughs> working on husband the house. Duties. No. No. Oh, more no. specific than husband duties. What are you doing? Disney. Epcot. The most, <laughs> most wonderful so, place in the world. On the weekend? Okay. I'm not thrilled about it. He's got a death wish. But what's what's going on at Epcot? Food and wine? Food? No, I don't. Even, it's whatever their Christmas holiday shit is. But so Daisy used to work there. She got complimentary tickets. They expire. Mm-hmm. So hers, like last two, expire on the fifteenth of December. Uh-huh. She was like, "We should go." Well, we both work during the week, right? And. Next weekend, I'm busy doing, or I don't know, she's doing something. I don't really care. I'm not going next week. So she's like, let's go on the third. So that is what I'm doing tomorrow. So you're going <laughs> so that the tickets don't expire. Correct. Not because you want to. Not, check. Because, not because you it, spent money on them. No, they were free. <laughs> They're just a piece of paper. They're Okay, I get it. You could she sell wants those to go. And actually, gain money back. You can, they're not they're not linked that way. Oh, they um. You have to take your blood sample when you. Oh yeah, it. Disney's oh, yeah. real good about think, that. Think just like any sponsorship deal. You have a login. It's attached to you. You're sponsored by Disney. No, she is though. <laughs> oh, that'd be dope. Via, staff. Um, no, I wouldn't want to be sponsored by Disney. You have many stupid events that I have to get to. Anyways. I don't. It's not that I hate that Disney. It's just theme parks are not my Better thing anymore. Like about a decade ago, it just kind of quit becoming something I like to do as often. Um, were they <gasps> Only not a decade ago? Three? Yeah, I was like twenty. Um, what about Galaxy's Edge, bro? It's cool. Uh, it's cool. Uh, but I don't want to go to Galaxy's Edge six times a year. Oh my god! It's, You've been six times this year. I've been twice, maybe. I don't know who you are anymore, Ben. I've I've been to Disney a hand since Daisy and I have been dating. 
and married. I've been probably four times to Disney. Tell me the truth. When did you move down here? You're not from here. When did you move here? I was born here. <laughs> Flagler. Bullshit. Um, Where are you from? Connecticut? <laughs> so, <laughs> Rhode Island? The, the point being, I will have fun with her tomorrow. But it's ne- this is not ever an event I'd be like, you know what sounds fun today? Let's go to Disney. You know, but if she's like, we should go, I'm like, okay, that'll be fun. You could turn this into a See, game, but you've got, all right, so you, you've played this all wrong. <laughs> I haven't. Oh, no, because, you, no? You, you definitely have. Because <laughs> okay. you could have just as easily made her happy and yourself happy. Mm-hmm. You would have said, take one of your friends. You know what? I don't know that I'm down for going to Epcot. During the holidays, there's just going to be too many people from fucking Connecticut there. I might run into <laughs> it. I, I might run into somebody I know. <laughs> um, but I tell you what, when I finish fishing with one of my buddies, mm-hmm. and I know that you love this, mm-hmm. we will go and do the mini golf over by Epcot. It'll be a pleasant evening. It'll be a pleasant evening. It'll be cool out. And you know what? That's called a win-win. Both of us get to do something that we really, really enjoy. And we both win because we don't have to put up with all those fucking Connecticut Yankees. Yanks. And I see what you're saying. But. And then she can just go get her parents in with those two tickets. And then you're the. Son-in-law that hung the moon. I'm not into that idea. Don't the, let the bastards get you down. That's right. <laughs> no risk, no magic. Yeah, baby. Um, you could do the beer tour. I have very specifically... Oh, you can get drunk as fuck. Oh, I know. I, 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 I intend to have some alcohol. Perfect. Um, you sweetie, you're driving home. No. She, dude, I, look. I love her. But I have never been so nervous as riding in the car with that woman. The even yesterday, I had her run me to the bank, and she tried to turn into the out section entrance to the mall. And I was like, "Other way, other way, other way!" I just get, I don't do it. I start riding with Mark. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. so but. I don't. I don't feel the need to yell at Mark. I mean, it's it's you know it's one of those one of those fun things about doing a road trip. Yeah. with Mark that Jameson will never know about. Exactly. So, based on plans happen. I have this spring, I have very adamantly said I'm doing this because I'm doing that later. Mm. We're banking brownie ben, points. Ben's laying down the wall. I painted the the rest of the house today. Ben, the brownie points do not work in your favor, my man. Never. They, I just, I just. You, you think you're look, accumulating because you, you don't know where the that, true yeah. scorecard is being kept. I keep the scorecard. Think that you're keeping right. a scorecard. You think you have I, a million Marlboro miles. I was told. <laughs> wait, so you want to go X with this person before you go X with me? And I said, I do. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, absolutely. And she's like, okay. So, and that's why I said, I'm going to do your stuff because I'm doing this then. No, no bars held. She's like, okay. And so, that, folks, is how you raise the pimp hand. That, this is me raising the pimp hand. 
It might be a little weak and shaky, <laughs> but it's all its way up. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I mean, I can't fool anybody. Susan scares the hell out of me. <laughs> <laughs> One day, Susan was being really nice to me when I was doing something at your house, and I thought she was pissed off at me, and I was, like, really scared. She was like, thank you so much. I was like, okay, okay. because yeah, she knows I'm not going to do that shit. I have no, I don't do a anything. hammer and a screwdriver. See, I've still got that I stage. I just got the most bitching thing in the mail the other day. And I will, And this is probably not exciting to anybody. Jugs? But if you go... Oh, <laughs> I got those when I got married. Um, the you got it's, it's a joke. Don't read into it for them. So, you know... Hold on. I'm married oh, a pair. Oh, it's, um, it's got it. So... I was looking for brackets because I made this shelf, mm-hmm. and they make hold on these brackets. Either for the, you took that photo out of focus, or I need my glasses. Yes. <laughs> so you can't really see the bracket oh. under it, but it holds all my M12 tools up off the workbench. What are M12? For those tools? of you that don't Milwaukee, know, that's Milwaukee that's, 12 volt tools. That's, that's been flexing to other guys that know the Milwaukee lingo. Okay, uh-huh. that's all that matters. Uh-huh. The, I mean, it'll I get knew the right he was people. A Milwaukee so I think it's like thirty five dollars. You get six of them, and because a lot of them they try to sell you three D printed, and they kind of are brittle. So, so this tool here, the second one from the left, the multi tool, yeah. Multi saw, so I guess, also, yeah. whatever it is. It's only out of focus for Larry because does that Ben focused blade it for his glasses wear out? Yeah. Okay. It changes. So I need because somehow all of, I I have the tool, but none of the blades. All right. Tim okay. Allen so Al I need to get blades. For my I will I mean, hook I, you up. I have Dewalt. You know, just that's okay. You know. So here's the trick. So if you go to Lowe's or Home Depot. Mm-hmm. The blades are like seven to fifteen dollars a pop. Mm-hmm. Harbor Freight, Amazon, they're a dollar a piece, and they last just as long. But you have to buy the thirty-five dollar Milwaukee rack. No, <laughs> no, I bought I I bought a fifty pack of blades. Okay, I have an abundance. I will provide them for free. It's part of my service to you. Gracias. Um, so. No, I just, I'm trying to get like my tools organized. And so I looked, they weren't 3D printed. And I got so tickled putting them up today that it like worked exactly how I wanted. And then I mounted the battery. I would have been charger. like, Daisy, stop. I'm trying to fucking be productive. Okay, stop no, telling me. She, all, no, all, she was at work. I thought just, you I said you got so tickled. Ben just foamed well, over his in, tools. In all, in all fairness, I did that with the lightsabers. Yeah, and it like I, it looked how yeah. I wanted it. The battery charger's yeah. right there. I just plug shit in, and I got more to go. I've got the garage organized. So, sort of. so I'm in the process of trying to get my garage post-flood. Mm-hmm. Got rid of a lot of stuff, Yeah, thanks to Ian. Ian forced me to purge. Well, and Hurricane Shannon. Yeah, and then Hurricane Shannon, I wasn't around when she cleaned up the damaged stuff. I, she called me. Mm-hmm. And she said... Be careful what you God. say here. No, I know. <laughs> and she started sending me photos of things. She's like, can I you do this? You have the right to remain silent. <laughs> Listen, This isn't... No, no, no. I not, save stuff from okay. getting thrown away. Do okay. you want a shovel? Give me, you know how give when, me the shovel. When your door <laughs> was sticking and we used those wonderful rasps and files, uh-huh. she's like, can I throw this shit out? And I said, oh my God, absolutely not. Those are the best tools ever. Do not, I will murder you myself. Okay. And she did not. But And I said, I know Larry's in Tennessee. 
I think you were playing a very dangerous game this week. Doing this without him. She's like, she just smiled on the face and said, I know. Mm. I said, call me before you throw away anything that looks like a tool. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't have even accepted the call. Well, <laughs> I didn't so, know what the call was about. So. It was a FaceTime. I. Leave a message. Acquired some tools. Mm-hmm. And brought some tools home from nice. Tennessee. I like it. I like to call them anchors. Right? So. To have a proper, good garage Mm -hmm. workbench, there's two items, must-have items. A bench vise and an anvil. Bench vise for sure. Yeah, the bench anvil vise, which I brought. It's fucking big. Big. Yeah. Big. Yeah. Yeah. And then a fucking... Bench grinder, grinder. Oh, to go. fucking oh, yeah. sharpen stuff mm-hmm. on dual dual side. Yeah, of course. Oh, okay, of course. Wild bear shit in the woods, brother. Yeah, exactly. They shit in the road sometimes too. <laughs> I was say, you <laughs> green <laughs> sit on the shit on the side of the highway. Central Florida, they do five twenty eight. That's awesome. Yeah. So I'm in the process of trying to get that big wooden mm-hmm. workbench to the left of my tool chest. Yeah, cleaned up. Nice. And I'm going to anchor those two on there. I dig it. And I'm going to be out there sharpening fucking Shovel. anything. I, anything that does or does not need sharpening, I'm sharpening it. Surface. I'm going to be beating the shit out of stuff on that fucking anvil. <laughs> she has to be like, what are you doing? Just be I don't. <laughs> I don't have petty uh, room for petty things like tools in my garage. Uh-huh. My, my skiff occupies the garage. So... I and, was and child toys that yeah take your gel coat off and <laughs> the I was flirting with see I just got a second house for the skiff yeah I don't make it stay in just the garage it has its own crib it's got its, it's, got its own chalet it has its own zip code <laughs> it does the uh, I was debating because my garage is like 460 square feet. What is that in layman terms? It's pretty large. Oh, is it the building out back? Yeah. Oh, okay. Out the top of the back of the house. Okay. So I was like, do I. The detached garage. Detached garage. I was like, do also I. Known as a he shed. No, no, no. That, there is a separate he shed. And then across the way. That's in the RV. Behind, in front of the RV is the garage. And. I was debating, do I tear down the garage and expand it? or? But I think what would serve my needs well, better is... if you is, tear down the garage, well, you're not expanding it. If I tore the garage something. down and... No. Okay, I, you're right. It would not be an expansion of the same building, but it would be an expansion of the pad. Okay, there And you then go. build a new garage. But I think I've decided I'd be better served if I just build a carport off the back. Oh, there you go. Because yeah. then... All I really want is something to keep the sun off all my stuff. Right. There you go. Ben, question for you. Yeah. How many motor vehicles uh, do you keep in your garage currently? One. What is it? 1968 MG. No, that doesn't count. It has a motor and it has wheels. Is that? Nope. How do you define a motor vehicle? The answer is either one or zero. Uh, 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 garage, mm, he said, no. she said. 
Did anybody else realize the GoPro going off? I, recording I, look, again? I got yeah, it. We just but don't care. Look, all I know is Wayland everything. You know what I'm thinking? On. Everything is, is content. Those and things it's are good. voice controlled now, and somebody's saying something, and it turns off, and then somebody says so? something, and it's off. like, off. Hey Siri. Hey GoPro. <laughs> <laughs> No. GoPro, um, stop. <laughs> Harder. What? Scaring <laughs> the hell out of Marco. So here. I either have one motor vehicle or zero in my garage. There is a pretty pimpin' wood shop in there, though. If it's there, zero, you can't call it a garage. It's a shop. Fairness, there's a pretty kick-ass car that has not made its way into the garage to be rebuilt. Which one? Glory. Talking about the Woody? Yeah. No. The yeah. Woody... The Look, that ship has that sailed. Let me talk about that, Woody. The I is left. have bugged my dad no Listen, less than... The wood is gone, but the frame is fine. No, it's the not. Frame That's was the problem. Wood. If the frame was fine, I could fix the wood. It's so far gone, I've had guys who weld vehicles and restore old ones be like, I can't fix this. I know a guy. Pip, hit me up, bro. Believe it or not, Pip was sent pictures. And, said, and then nah. sent a stern warning back and was like, don't wow. open that can of worms. That ain't good. Oh, yeah, so yeah, I yeah. have been trying to, because when you buy a house from your parents, you inherit. You their shit doesn't leave. Right. Now, some of it has, but I've got my, in separate conversations, mom says I can scrap it, dad says I can scrap it, they have to talk to each other. And I've reminded him like twice this week. Because I don't want it at my house when Christmas comes. I just want it gone. Ben, you but, own the house. Ask for forgiveness, not permission. Well, push you it. we're getting there. And lay we're the getting lay, there. Lay the push, so, it, push it into the tarpon pond. No, I want tarpon in that pond. It's an artificial reef. No. So, But the tailgate on it is super bitching and badass. It like has like the spare tires built into the tailgate. And it's got like a cover that closes over it. And so I'm going to cut that off. And put it on a chain and a hinge and make it like a drop-down bench seat. Oh, cool. Um, to, like, keep a little bit of it around. Another idea, kind of like the uh, the old uh, gun shop sign. Mm-hmm. Put, like, Ben's outdoor kitchen and then, like, just clear coat it. And you hang it from your rafter there. Yeah. I'll probably do that with the C10 fender. A what? I got a Chevy C10 Fender I got from Jason. Look, if there's anything I've learned from the Taylor Park, (laughs) it's that you can't fake a curated space. You have to accumulate slowly. You don't accumulate any C10 part. Oh, God. Between the ghost and now talk of a C10. I, I don't uh, know what the big deal with the C10 is, but I think it's... it's the sexiest truck. Depends I on believe the Fender's from 71. Oh, God. Damn it, my blood pressure spike. So, <laughs> the, um, so that's going to hang in I'm the shed, or the, gr- the outdoor kitchen when it's yeah. done. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're slowly making progress on it. It's just... A lot of like squeezing in some time here when I'm not working on house stuff. So, Larry, you asked a little while ago, and it, we've gone a long way away from YouTube long. video fly fishing podcast. That's the to, glory of to YouTube. Tool is the rabbit holes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, our friend 
Scotty over at Wildfly released a video um, about fishing with his mom, mm-hmm. and I huh. really, really enjoyed it. It was uh, nicely done. He Good. did a lot of nice things about his mom, and they got to fish together, and she got her first flood tide red. And Ooh, Very nice. cool. I'll have to check that out. I, I, I saw... Uh, because I am a subscriber to that channel. I haven't yeah. watched any of the no. content in a while. Yeah. But based on your recommendation, I will check it out. That, yeah. I'd give that one a look. I, I really enjoyed it. Nice. Cool. So, um, I have watched a few, and I can't think of the guy, the, the channel name, but he has a lot, like a lot of um, subscribers. And like a couple of hundred thousand views per video. And he does a lot of can you catch fish with a Walmart fly rod setup? And he will go out and he will like go shopping and he'll take you to Walmart and he'll be like, Okay, we're gonna get this setup. It's got the White the rod, baby. the reel, the and yeah. I'm gonna Double get squirties. this little f- flies here and da-da. and he goes out and he catches like really nice trout and that's then a cool idea. He says, if you comment on the video, you'll be entered to win this rod and like <laughs> then he just gives it away, you know? Because I think they, I think some of them sell they're either Cortland or Eagle Claw, like rods. So Eagle Claw Cortland does make. Combo packs. I think it was a Cortland. Yeah, and they're not, they're not terribly expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Like another, another way to get into then it. I, I was like, okay, this is actually kind of cool. And uh, all the trout that he caught were on um, Rainbow Warrior. No, John. not a one. No, Wooly Boogers. Wooly Boogers. French tickle on Wooly Boogers. And oh, then Girdlebug. Then he says. Um, you know, the last video I did was, you know, going to the Walmarts and getting the fly rod. And a lot of you said that the Walmart where you live doesn't have fly rods in there. Yeah, so nope. I ordered this here fly rod off of Amazon. And he's like, and I'm all in at 75 bucks for everything. Mm-hmm. And he'll go out and fucking spank them. And it's just like refreshing to see somebody that's like not saying... Here are five rods, and I'm going to start at 150 up to 1,000, yeah. and these are the rods you should choose from, and here's the accoutrement associated with each one versus this guy. It's like, for $45, yeah. you too can go out mm-hmm. and catch and fucking fish. trout with a fly rod. Yep. I think we kind of proved that tonight, too, with the flies. Yeah. You know, you had, I want to say generic... Oh, it was as generic as they come. You know, I tie my yeah, like white girl basic. Yeah, Yeah. where you know I was Patagonia Gucci. Sure, Sure. I you know listen. Yeah, you were all gooched out. Yeah, and lo and behold, you know the old classic won out. So here's the thing about that, and I've actually been thinking about this since we started this challenge. You know, and. Mm -hmm. So I mentioned this before, but the reason that I tie them so simple is because it's a fly that's just going to get destroyed. Mm-hmm. Anyway, right. right. Gurglers specifically. Now, there's other flies that definitely deserve to get dressed up and everything. The thing with gurglers, too, is like 
a gurgler can catch a lot of little fish too, but I feel like the frog fly that you tied will have a better chance of catching a monster given the opportunity. Right. If if rigged correctly. Yeah. <laughs> I had a what with the golfers and ball was that a handicap? Not being able to get the the line through the eyes, so you just tied it off to the weed guard? Or was that <laughs> just pure laziness? <laughs> Since your competitor started fishing in, in, before you. Do we need to run it back? Because I've got plenty of gurglers. You can grab your frog off the wall if you want. No, no, it's gonna it's gonna stay there. We'll 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 think of something else. We'll th- you you won this time. Ooh, what? we could do a, a bait fish or a shrimp pattern one too. It might be a little bit harder. So the nice thing about the little contest we did today was that it's pretty easy and simple to get to a bass pond and throw gurglers. And throw gurglers. Or a topwater popper. What? That was me messing around over here. Um, You were talking about, you know, the simplicity of the gurgler. So Mark Overbay uh, is an artist up in Tennessee that uh, I picked up a original piece of work where he illustrates all these flies, right? And the I chose what I chose because it's a foam pattern that I'm familiar with from having fished with Ben out in uh, Wyoming, you know, the chubby Chernobyl. Yeah, chubby. And God, he made I still good. I still have them over on my tying bench yeah. somewhere, I caught probably damn near a hundred cutthroat. Mm-hmm. And like you're saying, it's got teeth marks all over mm-hmm. it. It's just beat the shit. There's no legs left on it. And it's just a workhorse, yeah. you know, versus I'm sure there's some patterns that, you know, are so intricate and so delicate. Like, once it starts losing certain materials, it doesn't work as well. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm I'm there with you on that. Um, last night, I guess the two of you did a live on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Were, you, were you both tying at the same time? No, I was sitting there tying, and I think... I was watching TV and talking. Yeah. Okay. And I, was was make, just, I was making hey, food. So... Your fancy fly versus my gurgler. Let's try it. Well, I yeah. Shannon apparently saw that you were live mm-hmm. and went on and saw that the two of you guys were talking about, you know, is the fly to catch the angler or, so, you know. Anyway, she was like, Larry, you've got to go online. <laughs> well, I was asleep. He was asleep. I was I fucking <laughs> as, as what, what do what those two always say? I'm, I was slumped. Um, it was you know, like I had the TV on and I was out. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe eight fifteen. Yeah. So it was uh, dark, which is not saying much, right? But you know, this morning the amount of people that like reached out and was like, "Oh, that's really cool. You should do that more often with the guys." And we really enjoyed that versus the other ones because you're talking and not just teaching. I was just. Board in the house and yeah, <laughs> I mean we can hop on live yeah. and shoot the shit. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. So I told him, yeah, there'll be more to follow. Ben hopped on, showed his mm-hmm. uh, 
work in progress. I just slept. Showed slept. Big Green. What's Big Green? Oh, that's my combo saw. Fucking man. Uh, oh, yeah, you know, I, yeah, I saw yeah. the arm snatcher. The arm snatcher. As, okay, as long as you're respectful of the tool and don't try to make it do things it wasn't supposed to do or do it faster. And you like, it's the exercise old school of caution. Wood shop tool. You're fine. It has no, like, circular saw, table saw, like, safety stop. You know, no. retain your fingers. This is the like, safety stop is your brain. It's gone. So, when I was smirking <laughs> in seventh and eighth grade, uh, I believe it was eighth grade, we got to take a wood shop class mm-hmm. um, at the boarding school that I attended, and uh, Mister Leonard, Leonard Skinner, he was the <laughs> shop teacher, mm-hmm. and we were. We the the first semester we took drafting, where we literally learned how to do, you know, like blueprints and drafting and mm-hmm. and such. And towards the end of that semester, we had to pick a project that we were going to build, and we had to draw out our own plans. And then we took those plans in the second semester and went into the wood shop and made everything. We had all the dimensions on there, all that, and. It's a classic old wood shop with equipment of the caliber of Big Green. And one of the things that he did before we got started, he says, go to the cafeteria, tell the lunch ladies, you want five hot dogs, but I want them frozen. Bring them back up here. And we go down, get the hot dogs, come back. And he says, this hot dog is like your finger. It's frozen so the center of it is solid like a bone yeah he's like i'm going to show you what each of these saws will do to your fucking fingers yeah pay attention boys and he's like the band saw he goes check this out right through it and he's like the table saw and he's like but if you don't lose the finger check this out this is what's really cool about the table saw he said look it's like a quarter inch, just gone. <laughs> just gone. <laughs> now, how are they going to put that back together? Your finger's going to be like this if they... <laughs> right. You know, and he just like... I mean, it was like a real world yeah. fucking way to show you to respect that equipment. Yep. yep. That was back when, uh, you know, you actually got taught stuff that you could yeah. actually Use. take on with yourself... And used throughout the rest of your life. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, what have we got? Anything else that we need to? That's all our show notes. Cover. That's all the show notes that we got, which is fine. Mark and I still haven't fished. No, that was for today. Right. Huh? What? No, he's just pointing no, just, out that just shouting, oh. shouting it out there. Uh, listen, listen, I'm busy. I'm busy. I got Monday booked already. Well, I think I got Wednesday booked. And no, you mentioned Thursday it on I'm your live. You don't fish weekends, and well, I can only fish weekends, so it's, it's... fine. Would you like to fish tomorrow? Oh, uh, <laughs> fuck me. Yeah, Boy, I walked into that one. <laughs> God damn. Uh, maybe. What time? Whenever. I don't care. I'm, Before I'm staying here again tomorrow night. 
Because mm. uh, it's the Christmas a, parade. I have a Christmas parade I have to be in. Uh, be, you in? Have to be in? Uh-huh. Oh, well, let's you, see it. Let's see the wave. Yeah. Are you a driver? What are you? <laughs> <laughs> no, CrossFit, the CrossFit gym that I'm at uh, oh. in <laughs> has a. We're doing a rig on a, a CrossFit thing. They, Christmas. They want us is to parade? do a workout. Like, Fuck your Disney parade. We want to go watch James. Oh, yeah. Six o'clock. I'm changing. No, I'm by. changing the name on Simrad. It's gone from whiskey to kettles. I'll be drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, kettles. Um, are you gonna like, see? That's that's where i are you gonna uh, do that? You're I'm not gonna, gonna throw. Candy. I've reached the point no in my idea. life where. You throw protein. Shakes? I don't go to Christmas parades and all that <laughs> no. stuff. I'm just. You know, right, informed that that's what's going on. And it's like, <laughs> get out okay, of Dodge. I'm headed down south. You got the um, old Grinch over here. Well, me. I'm, I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm the biggest Grinch. That's why you're going to Mickey's yeah. Merry Christmas tomorrow. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm no, I'm <laughs> Clark. That's not my Grinch side. That's my. Just let it happen. I just want to Brownie point side. <laughs> All right. Um, look at your schedule for Wednesday. I'm supposed to get that bonus. I'll touch base with you like. This weekend, Sunday, maybe. Um, I have idea. I have an idea. Okay, let's say I, I... to fish Wednesday. Yes. Oh, I I know what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um. Hmm. I got work, Mark. Oh, I'm already well, booked fishing. With well, somebody. he has work on Wednesday too. Yeah, but I oh. have to pass by here <laughs> on my way home. Mark's, yep. Mark's guide service is up and running. Yeah. Unofficially. So. Insurance man. All right. Well, cool. uh, hopefully, uh, DJ Marky Mark has uh, something fresh and new selected for us. And uh, that means that if I'm on my game, I've got to turn channel 11 on. Um, hey, to those of you guys that continue to go to the website and shop. Uh, we appreciate it. It helps keep the lights on. And do us a solid. Even if you don't listen to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, run over and rate it with a star rating. And if you got a two minutes, write a couple of words of encouragement. Let us know what you like about the show. It helps us out. That's episode 86 of... Taylor Trash Fly Fishing. We'll catch you guys probably on the backside of Christmas. So everybody have a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and we'll talk to you again soon. Happy Fishmas. Throw out in LA papers and moldy bags of vanilla wafers. Adios to all this concrete. Gonna get me some dirt road back street. I can just get off of this L.A. freeway without getting killed or caught. I'll be down the road in a cloud of smoke through some land. I ain't bought, 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 and it's here's the usual skinny Dennis. The only one I think I Give it all we can now
Bobby down the road in a cloud of smoke to some land. I ain't bought, 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 and you put the pink card in the mailbox. Leave the key in the front door now. They'll find it likely as not. I'm sure there's something we have forgot. Oh, Susanna, don't you cry, babe. Love's a gift that surely handmade We got something to believe in Don't you think it's time we're leaving I can just get off of this L.A. freeway Without getting killed or caught I've been down a road in a pile of smoke to some land But, but, but if I can just get off of this L.A. freeway without getting killed or caught, I'll be down a road in a cloud of smoke to some land I love. So pack up all your dishes, make note of all good wishes. Say goodbye to the landlord for me Some bitches always bored me Mm-hmm. <laughs>